And now it's time for a special presentation of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. And now with the call, Chris Spicer. Oh, baby, time to get your popcorn, time to get your peanuts, and it's ready to play ball soon here as I welcome you into our Blevins Brothers pregame show. I think our 963rd game going down over the 12-plus years together. We click the heels three times. We land on the diamond of the Hubleton Boys baseball team as they play host to the Lisbon Golden Knights, a little old-school rivalry, a little rivalry from the West. We've got a lot to get to, but where do I always start? I start for with you for listening, right? You and I have been together for a long time. When you thank me, uh, maybe you're here listening. Maybe you're somewhere not too far away from here, or perhaps like Aunt Kay, you can be listening all the way from Australia. We really do appreciate it, and all our sponsors. Maybe you're not around here all the time. But if you are stopping to those places once in a while, if you're not, when you come into town, just go in, use their services, pick up a little something, spend a little bit of your ka-ching, and we work things in a full circle around the North Country the way we should. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and thank you to all our sponsors. You hear me talk about and Phil Licious back at the stations pressing the buttons to make sure you hear their commercials. With that being said, yeah, awesome baseball game, we hope, on the diamond this afternoon. A little bit chilly here in the late stages of April, but that's what you expect in the North Country. Probably about 51 degrees, the wind blowing out from home plate out towards left field, kind of hooking down the line a little bit. And, well, at least the sun is out with a couple white puffy clouds in the background here at Hewelton Central School. And, and just to give you an idea, I mean, Hewelton has had some more history in the high game of high school baseball over the years. Uh, Lisbon, they've really been coming on over in past years, and now they're starting to create some history of their own. But you look back from like 2013 to 2017, Hewleton with five straight Section 10 championships before they were kind of knocked off the ladder. And then you look as of late with the Lisbon Golden Knights, right? I mean, this is a team that, that didn't exist in the 2017 and 2018 season, uh, but then in 2019, Second place in the West, eight and two strong season. Lost to Hubie twice during the regular season, uh, but then in dramatic fashion beat Shattagay eight to seven in the semifinals. Beat Hewelton eight to two in the Section Ten Championship. Made it all the way to the New York State Final Four, and that's you know I think the Lisbon Boys baseball team and I think the Hammond Red Devil girls basketball and soccer teams were the teams that took it most. Uh, when it came to COVID, I mean, the 2020 season canceled. Lisbon having all the hopes of making it back to the New York State Final Four. But again, season canceled. You get to 2021, Class C champs over North Norfolk 11-1, to uh, but there was no states that season. And then you look at last year, Lisbon, a great season, 10-0. and Hewelton, 7-3. So you have Hewelton with the past success, but still a really good team, out of the West, Lisbon with the more recent success with a really good team in the West. And you look back at last year, Lisbon first place, 10-0, and Hewelton second, 7-3. and But we get to the playoffs, and just like Lisbon and Dunn to Hewelton years ago, uh, beat them 8-2, to well, Hewelton surprised Lisbon last year, beating them 9-5 in the semis before Hewelton eventually lost to the Tupper Lake Lumberjacks, 11-6 to by five runs in the Section 10 championship. Yeah, rivalry game. 
But this game absolutely could have something to do with when the West regular season crown comes up at the end of the year. Uh, a game like this early in the season, I say early in the season, right? I mean, this is probably each their only second league game. I'll get to look at that in just a second uh, of this year. And it's going to be wrapped up by the like third week of May or so. And right now it is Harrisville in the West, 2-0. and Herm DeKalb, 1-0. Lisbon, 1-0. Hubleton, 1-0. Clifton Fine in fourth. Their first season back in baseball in a while, 0-1. EK is 0-2. And the Motown Green Rockets, 0-2. Well, your win for the Lisbon Golden Knights in league play came against the Morristown Green Rockets in big fashion. A wop-bop-a-loop-bop-a-lomb-bam-boom and 36-3 crushing over the Green Rockets. The Hewelton Bulldogs, they beat Clifton fine. Not as much, but still pretty handedly, 15 to nothing. Hewelton. They played two non-league games. They lost to Nor- Norfolk 11-10 to and Copenhagen 7-4. to So could you consider that a factor? I think you have to, whether it pans out in between the diamond or not. The fact that Hewelton already this season has played three games just to the one game of the Lisbon Golden Knights. But I'm sure the Knights feeling stung after last year's Section 10 semifinal loss to him and look to take something back against him here on their home diamond. We'll get to the offensive lineup for the Lisbon Golden Knights who are on the road here this afternoon and the defensive lineup for the Hewelton Bulldogs next year on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN Radio 1400 AM. It's 2023, and it's finally time to say Truck Yeah! Once again at Blevins. During Ram Truck Month, Blevins Ogdensburg is offering 20% off remaining 2022 Ram 1500 pickups. This is their biggest and best deal on Ram trucks in years. Save over $12,000 on select Rams. It's time to say Truck Yeah! At Blevins. During Ram Truck Month. Visit them at Blevins Ogdensburg on Route 68. Call them at 393-7252 or hit up their website at BlevinsBros.com. A comfortable home is a happy home. That's why thousands of families choose Fujitsu ductless mini-split systems for quiet, energy-efficient heating and cooling for their homes. These sleek units require no ductwork and allow for flexible, room-by-room temperature control. Our 14 locations also stock high-efficiency Fujitsu gas furnaces. Have your contractor get your Fujitsu system at Governor Plumbing Supply, Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump and Supply in Ogdensburg. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back into our Blevins Brothers pregame show. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of boys high school baseball here this afternoon. You and I clicked our heels. It's afternoon here at Hewleton Central School, but Aunt Kay in Australia to the top of the morning tour. And, well, she's hoping the Lisbon Golden Knights get a win. You might be hoping the Hewleton Bulldogs get a win. We're just going to have to see how it gets played out on the diamond currently this season. The Hewleton Bulldogs, the Lisbon Golden Knights, they're tied for second place. Harrisville's 2-0. and Herman and Cab, Lisbon, Hewleton all at 1-0. and Clifton Fine 0-1-1 and 50. K in 6 at 0-2. The Motown Green Rockets in 7th at 0-2. We mentioned the Lisbon Golden Knights, their big win, 36-3, their only league game of the season thus far, their only game of the season. Hewleton knocked off Clifton Fine in league play 15 to nothing. 
Heelton's played two non-league games, so Heelton playing three games to Lisbon's one coming into this contest here at Heelton Central School this afternoon. We talked about, as we still are in our Blevins Brothers pregame show, Heelton, the success they've had in high school baseball, right? I mean, winners of five Section 10 championships from 2013 to 2017. You talk about them reaching the New York State Final Four, I think, four times uh, in school history and one time making it to the New York State uh, championship game they've had the more past success and and kind of getting back right last year they knocked off Lisbon in the semifinals after Lisbon was 10 and 0 during the regular season and had beat them twice obviously as they were 10 and 0 during that regular season but it was Hewlett that beat them 9-5 in the semis eventually losing in the championship game to Tupper Lake but it was a couple years before COVID hit that it was supposed to be the Hewlett Bulldogs winning the championship and the Lisbon Golden Knights knocked them off eight to two shocked him then ended up getting to the new york state final four so two good solid baseball programs coming into this contest here this afternoon both with good baseball teams uh, obviously early in the season what are the things you got to avoid well you've got to avoid pass balls right especially here at hewelton central school we're talking probably at least 12 to 15 yards back is the case so any pass ball is going to allow the runners to run to the next base. Um, simply cut down on the errors, right? You keep the ball in front of you. Uh, sometimes it's good, you know, not great, I guess, but it's better to get a, let a guy on in a sense, uh, but keep the ball in front of you. Don't overthrow it and let runners get extra bases because extra bases often computes to extra runs. And if you're Lisbon, you don't want to give extra runs to the Bulldogs and vice versa if they're dogs to the Lisbon Golden Knights. All right, your Golden Knights head coach by Dave Gravelin. They're going to come up to bat in the first inning. It's going to be senior Matthew Blue batting in the first spot. Sophomore Cooper Rutherford will bat in the second spot. Junior Lucas Gravelin will bat in the third spot here this afternoon. Senior Isaac LaRock bats in the cleanup spot. Senior Armando Lazaro in the fifth spot. Sophomore Isaiah White batting in the sixth spot. Matt Kinney, senior, batting in the seventh spot. Freshman Gabe Smith. He'll bat in the eighth spot. Junior Connor Flack will bat in the ninth spot. That is the offensive lineup for the Lisbon Golden Knights to begin this game here this afternoon. For the Hewelton Bulldogs, defensively on the diamond, Lucas Thornhill, the senior, will get the call to start and pitch this contest. Backing him up in the catcher's position is Tristan Young, the senior. At first base, junior Reed Doyle. Playing second this afternoon, junior Dylan DeMars. At shortstop, senior Jacob Lasser covering the third stop base position, freshman Riley Liscomb. We get into the outfield, senior Jake Bennett out in left field, Brandon Prey, the senior in center field, and out in right field, freshman Levi Biller. That, the defensive lineup for the Hewelton Bulldogs under head coach David Steele. The umps have meant, the coaches have meant, and they've shaken hands. They're now returning to their teams. One last talk before the boys hit the diamond next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45 years, our team has specialized in opening up access to care to all members of our communities here in the North Country. We accept most insurances, including Medicaid. 
Our team's only concern is providing you and your family the quality of care that you deserve. We are a full-service family practice, seeing patients of all ages. Remember, at Community Health Center of the North Country, it's all about you and your family. For more information, take a look at chcnorthcountry.org. Hey there. Did you know that the Claxton Hepper Medical Center offers a low-dose lung cancer CT screening test for only $99? If you smoke now, have for a long time, or quit within the last 15 years, it's something we should do. The scan only takes a few minutes and is not painful. Listen, I'm a smoker. A little nervous to get it done, but I'm doing it. Maybe we don't have any symptoms right now, but if we catch things early, we have a better chance. For more information or schedule a screening today at Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, call 315-713-6778. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, you and I officially out of our Blevins Brothers pregame show for this boys high school baseball game. The Hewilton Bulldogs at home have taken the diamond offensively in their gray pants, the purple thin pinstripes up the side, the gray jerseys, purple pinstripes on the jerseys with the purple numbers outlined in yellow, your golden knights with the gray pants, the royal blue jerseys, the yellow numbers on the front and back. And, well, I was thinking about it while we were away with some of our great sponsors I'm ready for this game. Are these two teams ready for this game? We've got our banner out in left field just along the foul line out on the home run fence. I'm thinking if anybody hits it today, we might just have to send you a surprise in the mail. So if you hear the ball goes off the banner, make sure, I'll let you know later, to contact our stations in one way or another. (laughs) We'll send you a little surprise. Well, are we going to have surprises today? If you're both Hewleton and Lisbon, you got to buckle down. I know it's earlier in the year. Early in the year, that's when mistakes maybe happen more often. You're not as warmed up. But when you have a goal in mind, and that's to win the regular season first, well, a game like this could have a lot of impact on that in just a short period of time. Because all of a sudden, we're only two games into the season now, including this game for Hewleton and Lisbon in their regular season, and by about the third week, third and a half week of May, I mean, it's going to be wrapped up, and it's going to be playoff season. Well, as mentioned, on the hill here for the Hewleton Bulldogs, senior Lucas Thornhill. He's got his warm-ups in, the right-handed hurler, and he gets ready to face Matthew Blue, the senior first up to bat, and our Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle is sophomore Cooper Rutherford, and in the hole is junior Lucas Gravelin. A lot of warm-up pitches here for Thornhill. The umps having a little bit of a conversation. And now we get ready to rock and roll here. The throw down to second base. I think the key to this game, I mean, obviously, who hits the ball more, right? But who doesn't make the errant throws? Who doesn't just throw it away. Who keeps the ball in front of them? I think a lot of those things come into play, especially early in the season here. But you got to hit the ball to win. Your pitcher's got to pitch in his strike zone to give you a chance to win as well. And now Senior Blue steps into the right-handed batter's box. And here we go once again, like you and I have done for so many years together. Bulldogs, Knights, baseball, first fire. Right down the middle of the pipe, no balls and one strike to blue. Rutherford on deck, graveling in the hole. Top half the first, brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country. 
Offering access to care close to home. Swinging and missing is blue. No balls and two strikes is your count early. So we'll see how the leadoff batter, Blue, does after being down. No balls and two strikes. Just about trying to protect the plate now. Thornhill gets ready. Kicks up the left leg. Here comes the fire that is popped up, fouled. And it is dangerous territory for vehicles that park just behind the fence here. You got the dirt path maybe 10 yards behind you and I, and then they park on the side of the road. And, oh, rut road shaggy, but none was hit that time. Here comes the next fire, that low and outside. Good eye by blue there. One ball and two strikes is your count. Each team 1-0 and coming into this contest. Big early season game, usually at the end of the season, it comes down a lot of times, especially over the last years. The Hewleton bus now blew a shot, a line drive. That's going to be fair. That's going to roll all the way back to the fence, just inside that left field line, about a foot it stayed fair. And Matthew Blue, a double here for the Knights to lead him off. And what a rip that was, being down in the count, one ball and two strikes. And now stepping up all of a sudden with a duck on the pond is a sophomore Rutherford here. A big hit for the Knights to lead him off. Here comes the pitch, and that off the catcher down the first baseline. And that is one ball and no strikes to count. Staying at second base was blue. From the start, I think he would have been there if he had taken off. But he's on second, no harm done, nobody out. Thornhill looks him back. Here comes the pitch. Butted right back to Thornhill. Off the hill. He's got to hurry. Here comes the throw. That's in time. But Rutherford does the job he's supposed to in the game of baseball, and he executes and gets the runner over the third base. So a sack bunt by Rutherford. 1-3 put out in the books. And now up to bat with a runner on third is Junior Gravelin in the left-handed batter's box. Hit one high in the air. Foul down the third base line and out of play. The Bulldogs at home accompany the third base side dugout. The Golden Knights on the road accompany the first base side dugout. Gravelin gets back into the box. Thornhill gets ready. Looks the runner at third. Here comes the pitch home and that just off. And I mean just off. Maybe a little bit low. A good pitch. Graveling didn't bite. Good eye there. And LaRock, the cleanup batter in the hole here. So could the Knights do the first bit of damage early in the top half of the first? Here comes the pitch. And swinging and missing is Graveling. About the same pitch location as the last one. This time Graveling bites. And he's got two strikes on him. The Knights blue. In on third got a big hit with two strikes. Next one hit high in the air. That's how left field, left field, they're running back. All of a sudden, it's over his head. He didn't judge the wind right. And now coming in is Blue. And standing on second base is Lucas Gravelin. And that will go down as a double in the books. But truth be told, that wind is blowing from home play out to left field. It's blowing hard. The first instinct from the left fielder, and we don't mention their names when they make a mistake, was to take a couple steps in. And then all of a sudden realized that ball in the wind took off a little bit. And next thing you know, it was over his head. 
An RBI double by Lucas Gravelin, an early one nothing lead in the top half of the first. And now Isla Karak nails one out into center field. Center fielder comes in, couple strides, has it in the glove. Throw to second. On the way to third is Gravelin safe. So two down, Isaac LaRock, F8 in the books. Good grab out there by the center fielder, Prey. And you can't really say, in all honesty, left fielder made a mistake for the Hubleton Bulldogs. It is tough to judge when that ball is high up in the air uh, the way the wind's going to take it, especially from home eight to left field. Now, head coach David Steele just coming out, having a little bit of a conversation. I'm not quite sure what it is about. Seemed harmful with the umpires. Lazaro, the senior, now into the right-handed batter's box to give the Knights maybe a 2-0 lead here. Comes a pitch, and that right down the middle of the pipe. No balls, and one strike is your count. White on deck, Kinney in the hole. A little bit of a blustery day inside our Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. And now... Pitch gets away from Thornhill. Lazaro is hit in the back as he tried to twist away from it. Not to get out of the way, just to kind of shield his front. And the dog's a little bit in early trouble here and not looking so smooth in this top half of the first. Now runners on the corners here for the night. A hitter, too. The Knights are away from taking a big 2 3 nothing lead, perhaps, in this game. Here comes a pitch right down the middle, swinging and missing his White. No balls and one strike. A chance for White to get an early season ribby here in a big game against the Dogs. Lead taken off a of first big by Lazaro. Here comes the next pitch and that right down the middle. White looks at that one, and that will be no balls and two strikes. Two down, one to nothing. Knights looking for more. Here comes the pitch, that low. Runner Lazaro on the way to second. There will be no throw. So a base hit potentially, depending on where it is and if it's in the air on the ground, could potentially drive in two more runs for the Knights here. But it's one ball and two strikes. Here comes the pitch, and that is called strike three. It looked like it teeter-tottered, being on the outside corner at the knees. The umpire calls her a strike three. One run for the Lisbon Golden Knights off of two hits. There was no errors in that inning. The Knights do strand two in that top half of the first. And you've got to consider that success for the Hewleton Bulldogs, even though it was a little rickety-rackety. Uh, it could have been maybe 2 nothing, 3 nothing. Instead, it's just one nothing. Now the Hewleton Bulldogs come up to bat. Pray, Lattice, there, Thornhill, do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, 988 provides direct connection to free, confidential, and compassionate support. When you call, text, or chat 988, you'll be quickly connected to trained crisis counselors who will listen to your concerns, provide support, and connect you to additional resources if needed. There is hope. The lifeline works. You are not alone in crisis. For 24-7 confidential support, just call, text, or chat 988. When it comes to family, friends, and going out to dinner, it's tough to beat Buster's in the Berg. With so many menu items to choose from, there is always something for everyone. There simply isn't a better salad bar offered in or around the area. Big, fresh, tons of items, and includes hot soup and rolls. 
To satisfy the sweet tooth, Rose's homemade desserts will take care of that. Fun atmosphere, great food. Visit Buster's in Ogdensburg the next time you go out to eat. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. Just you and I like that into the bottom half of the first inning, the Golden Knights, Isaac LaRock, the senior on the hill here this afternoon. Backing him up, the catcher, Lucas Gravelin. Playing first base, Matt Kinney. Second base, Matthew Blue. At short, Cooper Rutherford. At third, Armando Lazaro. Out in left field, Connor Flack. Center field, Isaiah White. Out in right field, Gabe Smith. That's the defensive lineup to start here for the Lisbon Golden Knights. For Hewelton. Brandon Prey will bat in the first spot. Jacob Latticer in the second. Lucas Thornhill in the third. Tristan Young in the cleanup spot. Riley Liscom in the fifth. Reed Doyle in the sixth. Levi Biller in the seventh spot. Dylan DeMars in the eighth spot. And Jake Vanette in the ninth spot. That is the offensive batting lineup to start here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. In case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer, early season West Division battle. Lisbon at Hewelton. Lisbon scored a run in the top half of the first. And now ball one here to pray. Isaac LaRock, a right-handed hurler here for the Knights. Gets ready, kicks that left leg up. Here comes the next delivery, and that's on the corner at the knees and evens up the count at one ball and one strike. Latticer in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Thornhill in the hole. Here comes the next right-handed fire, and that inside, two balls and one strike is your count. Rickety a little bit were the Hewelton Bulldogs in that top half of the first, but they only gave up one run. Good couple hits put on by the Knights. Now here comes the next fire, and that going to be called a strike. Catches the outside corner just again about the knees. And now two balls and two strikes the count to pray. LaRock gets ready. Breeze with his catch. Here comes the fire, and that is up high, but swung at. Popped up in the air. Short coming in a little bit to the grass, and has it Rutherford. And Brandon Praise retired, F6 in the books. Hewelton is a grass infield, the, the base pass, you know, down first and third. Not as wide, obviously, as it is from first to second and second to third, but that clay dirt. Uh, the rest of the infield grass, the outfield grass, and now we get ready to roll. Second batter up high, one ball and no strikes. The senior Latticer batting in the second spot, a right-handed batter, Thornhill on deck. Bulldogs would like to strike and get that run back early. Here comes the pitch, and that up out once again. Two balls and no strikes is your count. They were supposed to play this game yesterday. We had some rain, some cooler temperatures. They both were open today, so they decided to postpone it till this afternoon. And now here comes the pitch, and that is ball four, four in a row. And now the Bulldogs with a little bit of a break there and get Latticeire down the line on four straight pitches. I'm sure the Bulldogs going to try to get him to second base here. Thornhill. Trying to help out his own cause now. Steps in, does 2-7 into the right-handed batter's box. LaRock throws to his catcher right down the middle of the plate. No balls in one strike is your count. Liskam on deck, Doyle in the hole. Early in this contest, 1-0 Lisbon on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. 
LaRock will look Latticer back. Latticer doesn't step back to the bag. Doesn't go to second either. Now, that's a ball. One ball and one strike is your count. So far early, the Bulldogs not ready to test the Golden Knights. Here comes the next pitch right down the middle. Swinging and missing is Thornhill. Now he's got two strikes on him. I think early in a contest, sometimes you got to be aggressive here if you're the Hewleton Bulldogs. Try to get that runner in the scoring position. Now LaRock gets ready. Catcher sets outside. Here comes a pitch. Curveball. Broke beautifully. Thornhill did a great job just getting a piece of it, following it out in front of the Lisbon Golden Knight dugout down the first base side. And he'll earn himself another chance into the right-handed batter's box. One ball and two strikes is your count. Lattimer takes the lead off of first base. Throw back to first. Not in time. Safely back is Lattimer. Probably could extend the lead maybe a little more, a stride or two, and safely dive back into the bag if he really wants to try to get into the head of the picture a little bit. Still standing on first. The Bulldogs coaching staff haven't sent him to second. Here comes the fire down the middle. High hard. Out into left field. Left fielder on the run. It's over his head. Thornhill touching first, Lattister touching second on the way to third, and a stand-up double for Thornhill. Some big hits here by the Bulldogs and the Golden Knights in this first inning. And, well, just like that, runners on second and third here for the Hewleton Bulldogs and their cleanup batter, Young, coming up to bat here. Steps into the right-handed batter's box. One down on the Bulldogs. Golden Knights got the first batter, but now a walk and a double. Runners on second and third for the Bulldogs, and now ball one here to Young. Liscom on deck, Doyle in the hole. one nothing. Lisbon protecting a slim lead here in the bottom half of the first. Right-handed hurler rock, here it comes, and that down the middle, but up just a little bit, and I mean up just a little bit couple dental floss layers down below, and that's definitely a strike. Now a couple balls here. The young cleanup batter. Here comes the pitch, and that'll be a strike. Just catches the outside corner on the knees. So far, that a good spot for LaRock and the umpire. Seems to call those more than not calling them balls, and now a timeout here. Again, probably about 50, 51 degrees, a little bit. A sun out on the field, not much. The big puffy clouds, a little bit of gray in them here. The wind blowing from home plate out into left field. The rod gets ready. Here comes the fire. Swung at, good cut, but missed by Young. And he goes down now with a couple strikes he had, and that is absolutely a key strikeout for the Lizard Golden Knights. Now having two down, they may keep it at a one nothing game here potentially. Liscom now, the freshman into the right-handed batter's box. Two outs, runners on second and third, and that's a nice pitch right down the plate. So no balls and one strike is your count. If you're Hewleton, you felt success getting out of the top half versus giving up one run, but you won't feel successful if you don't cash in on ducks on the pond, especially a runner on third with just one down. But all of a sudden, the second pitch came, and it's a strike two here to Liscom. The freshman going to have to try to dig deep here. Here comes the next one, and that is called strike three. I'll be honest. I think that was a little offside the plate. 
should have probably been a ball, but nonetheless, that is a called strike three. Big out for the Lisbon Golden Knights. Two strikeouts for Isaac Rock in the bottom of the first. No runs. One big hit. Runners left on second and third. Two are stranded. It's one to nothing, the Lisbon Golden Knights. So no doubt Lisbon with the one nothing lead. Keelton then gets slight momentum back, just only giving up the one run, having runners on second and third with one out. But they've now given it right back to the Golden Knights, not being able to cash in. And we get to the top of the second inning. It's 7-8 in the lineup. It's Kenny Smith Flack due up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. If you work in construction or you're a truck driver or you work in a prison and you've been injured, don't try to handle your case by yourself. Call the ones, the Carlisle Law Firm. We know how to help people who work in dangerous occupations. We'll meet with you at no cost, explain your rights to you, and fight for you to protect your rights. If you hire the Carlisle Law Firm, our consultations are always free, and we never charge a fee unless we recover for you. Call the ones, the Carlisle Law Firm. April is Youth Month at St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Parents and guardians, ask about our Junior Savers Share. It's a higher, special rate share with no term for anyone under the age of 16 with a parent or guardian. It's a great opportunity to start teaching our youth what a credit union can do for them and start building a solid financial future. From school to retirement, we are here for all your financial needs. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. Federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. It is boys high school baseball. Early season rival, the rivalry, uh, rivalry division matchup between your Hewleton Bulldogs and Lisbon Golden Knights being played at the Hewleton home baseball diamond. It's the Knights that grabbed a run across the plate, one nothing in the top of the first. Hewleton had a chance to answer. Runners on second, third with one down, couldn't cash in. And now Thornhill begins his second inning of work. Nice off-speed pitch there. Breaks, falls across the plate. And now no balls and one strike here to Kinney, the senior, batting in the seventh spot. Now one right down the middle with a little bit of heat. Kinney makes a good cut but does not connect. No balls and two strikes. Smith on deck, flack in the hole. Thornhill gets ready. Next pitch just a little bit up in the strike zone. So now one ball and two strikes is your count. Early momentum, and it's early. A little bit pointing in the way of the Lisbon Golden Knights. Next pitch, just a little bit low below the knees. And just like that, we're evened up at 2-2. Two and two. Over the next four weeks, you and I have four games a week. We're at it tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday the rest of this week. Ball hit foul over the third base dugout and out of play. And now two balls and two strikes. Tomorrow we're at Morristown for Hubleton at Morristown Boys Baseball. Thursday softball, Malone at OFA, and now a curveball breaks too much inside. And when it was a no-ball, two-strike count, is all of a sudden fast-forwarded to three balls and two strikes here on Kinney. Here comes the next pitch. That swung on foul out of play behind home plate and over the fence. 
Good job by Kinney to stay alive here. As Smith waits on deck. Thornhill gets ready. I think an important out for the Hubleton Bulldogs to try to get the first out of this inning, especially losing a little bit of momentum, and that is outside for ball four. So the Golden Knights, in my honest opinion, just seem to have a little bit right now of an edge here on the Bulldogs. But with that being said, it's only a one nothing game, and it's very early in the top of the second. The Golden Knights, Kinney, takes a lead off of first. Here comes the pitch right down the middle. Good job by Thornhill. No balls and one strike as Smith was taking that all the way. Black now on deck and then the top of the lineup for the Knights in blue. Thornhill will look the runner back, Kinney. Here comes a big lead. Jocelyn over there but doesn't go. And just like that, Thornhill finds the strike zone again. No balls and two strikes. Had trouble closing out the last batter. See if he can get Smith here, the freshman. And now here comes a fire right down the middle, swinging and missing is Smith. And that'll be the first out here on the Lisbon Golden Knights in this top half of the second. Runner still at first. Connor Flack now comes up to bat. Flack, a right-handed batter against your right-handed hurler in Thornhill this afternoon. Thornhill gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that a strike just hung in there at the knees. Again, wind blowing at times pretty hard from home plate out to left field and kind of hooking just foul a little bit. And it's carrying that ball. A couple shots have gotten over the left fielder's head on both sides. Lisbon and Hewleton here are now one low in the dirt. One ball, one strike is your count to Flack. Runner takes the lead off of first Kinney. Throw back to first, diving back safely in time is Kinney. Knights have not tested yet. The arm here of Young behind the plate catching Thornhill. Lead once again taken off the bag. Here comes a pitch high and inside. Again, that's the one thing you really got to try to avoid defensively for both sides this afternoon is pass balls with the fence being at least 10 to 12 yards back here uh, behind home plate. Easily gets a runner to the next base. Here comes the pitch. That low in the dirt. Good block there by Young. And now three balls and one strike is your count. Runner on first, one down, one nothing. the lead here on the scoreboard. Thornhill looks the runner back. Doesn't appear they're going to send him. Here comes the pitch and that outside, ball four. So two walks here in this inning. Runners on first and second for the night with one down. Leadoff batter, the senior blue, who roped a double in the top half of the first and eventually came around to score, and he did that with two strikes. Here comes the pitch, swung on, a grounder is short, and it's through the wickets of the shortstop. Could have went to third and had the fourth out. Now throwing to home, the tag in time. He's out. What a great throw. Runners advance on the bases, and that might have just saved the hairs of the chinny-chin Bulldogs here in this top half of the second. An error to begin with at short. Should have kept in front. Not. Would uh, Probably went to third for the force out. They didn't get that. It goes out into left field, and left fielder at Jake Vanette. Great reaction. 
threw it home, and some way, somehow, it was just in the nick of time to get the runner, Matt Kinney, out at home. And now strike one here to Rutherford. But working all the way from first to third was Flack. And on the air, blue reaching second. So that's where the Knights are right now. And a ball hit up the middle, base hit. Run will come to score off a third and Flack. And being waived for a second, now stopping going back to third, is blue. So now 2 nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Rutherford, an RBI single up the middle. Blue gets over to third. Rutherford on first. The runner's on the corner. And once again, the Golden Knights do a little bit damage here. They have a chance, just like they had in the first, to do more. Can Hewelton just keep it to a run here in the top half of the second? Thornhill now against Gravelin. Swinging just getting a piece of it is Gravelin. Foul ball. No balls and one strike is your count. The Rock on deck. Lazaro in the hole. Little conversation between the umpire and the Golden Knights. And the Hewelton Bulldogs talking about even though that was foul tipped a live ball, if Hewelton would have thrown to first, they potentially could have got on a trot back to first, Rutherford. Here comes the pitch. Rutherford on the way to second. There's going to be no throw. So the Golden Knights here have a chance not to break this game really wide open, but break the game open here in the top half of the second. A base hit, all of a sudden it could be four to nothing here. Big at-bat for the Knights. Big out if you're the Hubleton Bulldogs as they've got two here on the Knights in this top of the second. Here comes the pitch. Hit up high in the air. Shortstop calling off the third baseman into foul territory. Makes the grab down the left field line, 10 yards back from the bag. And hold on a second here. And now the umpire apparently called time. So that will not be an out. And we'll get back to action. And lucky is Gravelin having another chance here. So a little bit of argument here by head coach David Steele. And now, which we... Honestly, what we shouldn't have is the fans yelling out to head coaches. That's not what we should have behind home plate. That's what we had. And, of course, that's going to rile things. There is no need for that. You let the umpires and the coaches take care of it. And you watch these two teams go at it. Here comes the pitch from Thornhill. That is a pass ball. Runner off a third will score and slightly slide in is Matthew Blue for a 3 nothing lead. And that's exactly what you do. You let the runs come in and you talk that way here. Is the Golden Knights looking good early in this top half of the second with a 3 nothing lead. And now runner over to third is Cooper Rutherford. 
And now Graveling gets into the left-handed batter's box. If time wouldn't have been called, Hewleton would have been out of the inning, but time was called, and as a result, that play did not go down that catch, and Lisbon taking advantage of it here as they dribble one down the first base side. And still with life is Graveling. This is not a batter that you want to give extra life to. RBI double back in the first before eventually being stranded on third. And now he's worked his way back into this at-bat here at two balls and two strikes. Isaac Rock and our Carlisle law firm on deck circle here. Here comes the pitch and that outside. Good job by Young to get out there with the glove and stop it. Would have been a pass bowl and rolled back to the cage. And now a full count, three balls, two strikes, two out on the night. They have a 3 nothing lead, looking for another here. Good batters up and coming up here. Now low in the dirt, good block to keep the runner at third. And this inning will continue. And like I said, you know, when it was one nothing, and Hewleton walked Lisbon's first batter to first base, uh, I just said, you know, it seems that Lisbon early on this contest has, has an upper hand here. And now they're, in a sense, kind of starting to to really give Hewleton troubles and, and maybe putting a good distance between them early in this contest here. Runners once again on the corners. Runner will move over to second base, graveling uncontested. And in the right-handed batter's box is your cleanup batter. He flew out to center field his first at-bat. Thornhill gets ready for the second pitch. Fakes the throw back to third. Safely diving back with no throw is obviously safe. Is Rutherford. And the Knights with a chance to break it. Five to nothing here. There's a base hit out into opposite field. That will score too. Rutherford in off a third to score. Touching third being waved around is Gravelin. And a big hit by LaRock. Two RBIs for that young man. And, well, the right call was made on the field by the umpire when timeout had been issued. So, therefore, the pitch, the ball, the hit, the catch down the left field line just behind third base does not count. But if there wasn't time call, potentially Hewleton could have been out of this inning down only two to nothing. Instead, you don't want to give, like I say, a good team and good players that have played a lot over the years together uh, second chances and making the best of it is the Lisbon Golden Knights. Since that point, earning a walk, a big two RBI single, and all of a sudden a five nothing game here. As the lead off of first by LaRock, I expect him to go. Here comes the pitch, and that just catches the outside corner on the knees. Lazaro, the senior, he was hit by a pitch in the first inning and was stranded at second base. And now Thornhill gets ready. Here comes the pitch. That's out of the strike zone. The runner on the way to second throw out into center field way off the bag. And staying at second base, though, is LaRock. And if you're in Hewleton, boy, oh, boy, you better wake up in a hurry here because this game could be out of hand as once again a runner in scoring position. Here comes the fire, and that inside, two balls and no strikes is your count. 
White on deck and Kinney in the hole. Thornhill, second inning of work, facing some turbulence here. Small lead taken off by the Rock. Here comes the pitch down the middle, swung at hard, ripped down the right field line, drifting out of play. And now all of a sudden, two balls and one strike to count to Lazaro. Lisbon trying to send an early season message to the Hewelton Bulldogs. Hey, we remember last year, we're back for you this year. And I'm sure they have their eyes, as both these teams do, on a Section 10 potential championship. Here comes a pitch, popped up behind home plate, out of play. And that'll even up the count, two balls and two strikes. Good job by Thornhill. Has been a tough inning, right? And after giving up two balls, Lazaro has come back against this batter. Now two balls and two strikes. Gets ready for the next right-handed pitch. Here it comes. Low, runner on the way to third. A bad thrower. LaRock would have been tagged out all day long. Instead, a bad throw off the bag and out into left field. The ball goes. And Isaac LaRock into score. Five runs here in the top half of the second. Six to nothing is the lead here for the Knights. Three balls and two strikes. The count to Lazaro with two outs now, and the base is empty. We've got a timeout as the umpire trucking back to first base here. And now Thornhill gets ready. Trying to get this third out are the Hewelton Bulldogs. They've had trouble. Here comes the pitch. Swung at high in the air. Shortstop running back. Left and center fielders running in. Nobody's going to be able to get in between the Bulldogs triangle to get there eventually. And a base hit by Lazaro. And the Knights like the Energizer Bunny here in this top half of the second. Just keep going and going and going here. And now Isaiah White will step up to bat. Isaiah 0 for 1, struck out in the first inning. Kinney on deck, Smith in the hole if the Knights go with 2. Here comes the pitch to Thornhill, swung at, foul tipped off the catcher's mask. No balls and one strike to count. In a sense, I know it's early, there's a lot of time to go, but again, I think Lisbon may be coming into this season uh, upper hand on the Hubleton Bulldogs to begin with as far as the quality of teams. And now being down six to nothing early in a game, uh, that's a tough hole to dig out here if you're the Bulldogs. And now Thornhill trying to get him out of the inning here. White trying to keep it going. Here comes the ball. Hit hard on the ground. Out into left field. And runners at first and second. And the Knights, they woke up the bats here. They got a little fired up inside the dugout. And now they got the bats just uh, firing. Runners on first and second. And now Matt Kinney, for the second time in this inning, who led the Knights off to begin the inning with a walk, gets into the left-handed batter's box. You better be extremely careful if you're the Bulldogs. You could be out of this game this afternoon in five innings via the 10-run rule. Runners on first and second. Six to nothing now is your score on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Thornhill will throw back to second, safely back to the bag in time. And so far, even though it's the uh, Golden Knights leading six nothing, I feel like our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union 
where you're worth more than money, you better make get out and vote and make sure that's the case, baby. Uh, was a throw by the Bulldogs from left field uh, to home uh, to keep it close at that time before the Knights broke it up. Now a good job by the shortstop to knock it down, but it's going to be an infield hit. All you could do there if you were Jacob Latticeer, everybody's safe. It was bobbling. It was hopping. He came in, kept it in front of him, bobbled off him, and then he threw it to second. But by that time, Isaiah White had got himself over to second base. So all of a sudden, the bases are loaded here for the Knights. And the freshman Smith will come up to bat. And now we'll see here as head coach David Steele is taking a trip to the mound. Oh my God. You know what? Honestly, like, I love the game of sports, but if I come here to Hewleton Lisbon and now I've had to hear the, like, Fans go at each other. It makes me, honestly, if it wasn't for these kids, I'd walk down the left field line, I'd pack my car, and I'd get the hell out of here, to be quite honest with you. Like, let the kids play, man. Like, let them play and have fun and stop the bickering, the argument. We're lucky to be here on a beautiful afternoon. As always, it's good to be with you. Our 963rd game over the 12-plus years together. Believe it or not, our 13th spring high school sports season. And one all of a sudden, <laughs> man, that we find ourselves with the Golden Knights really putting it to the Bulldogs here. Bases are loaded. Two are down. Six nothing lead. Another base hit could be seven, eight nothing. And stepping off the hill will be Thornhill just running back towards second base to get on second Isaiah White, who got a base hit in this inning. Back to second. Thornhill gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Up in the strike zone, swinging and missing. They throw back to first, and the tag came late, I believe. Yes, it did. Good call there. The throw was there. I think the tag should have been there, but a delayed tag, and as a result, safely sliding back into first base is Matt Kinney. A good call from the umpire that was really on the other side, you know, sitting behind the pitcher's mound with the bases loaded here. Here comes the pitch, and that up high. Gets past the catcher, and the runners stay. They do not send Lazaro, or excuse me, uh, yes, Lazaro off at third base here. So the base is loaded. Six to nothing, your score. Lisbon could be breaking it open a little bit more if they feel like it here and get a couple more hits. Now Thornhill gets ready. Picks up the left leg. Here comes the big pitch, and that swung at missed a big strikeout for Thornhill, his second here this afternoon, but not before the Lisbon Golden Knights. But five runs across the plate off of, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five hits. There was one error in that inning. The Knights strand three on the bases, have a 6 nothing lead. Going to be tough for the Hubleton Bulldogs to regroup here after that inning, but they're going to have to. And in the lineup is 6, 7, and 8. Reed Doyle, Levi Biller, Dylan DeMars do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. 
Spring is here, and it's time to save money on your next camper at Blevins Ogdensburg. Have the high prices of the past few years locked you out of the camper market? Well, your time is now. For a very limited time, Blevins Ogdensburg is offering a 20% discount on all in-stock 2022 campers of all shapes and sizes. Save over $11,000 on select models. This is an insane deal, and supplies are limited. Hurry to Blevins Ogdensburg on Route 68. Call them at 393-7252 or hit up their website at BlevinsBros.com. What's your name? Cameron. And what's your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? I like to play basketball. How old is Emberlyn? Twelve. What is like your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? Um, hang out with my friends and compete in like the tournaments and stuff. What does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? A pretty confident place and a lot of like nice people here. JJ, what's your dream someday? About to be a basketball player. And what does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? Fun. Chase, what do you like about coming here? I like to go play in the gym because I get to like run around and let out a lot of energy after school. I'm Madison. So what does Madison want to do when she grows up? I want to be a teacher. Do you think the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club can help you become a teacher? Oh yeah, definitely. And how is that? Here I learned to connect with kids, be nice, and like help guide kids. This is what the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club is all about. The kids and impacting their lives in a positive manner. Please continue to support the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club to give the kids the opportunity for that success. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back to a fastball right down the middle of the plate out of the right hand of Isaac LaRock. And now no balls and one strike to the leadoff batter, the junior Doyle here for the Bulldogs. In the bottom of the second, right-handed batter now one low and outside, evens up the count at one and one. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of Hewleton lisbon Boys High School of Baseball early season matchup in the West. As always, a lot of times over the years, when a regular season crown may come down to it, it could be these early season games that have something to do with it. And now a beautiful curveball, and it's one ball and two strikes. Lisbon scored one run in the top of the first, could have scored more, but Hewleton kept into the one. Hewleton then could have answered uh, and tied it back up with runners on second and third and one down. They didn't in the bottom of the half of the first. And then the Hewleton Bulldogs, the uh, folks in the wagon wheels got cracked a little bit. Lisbon put together five hits, scored five runs, and have a 6 nothing lead right now. Here comes the next pitch, and that was appetizing. Doyle didn't bite, but it was very close. And now three balls and two strikes is your count. Biller on deck, DeMar's in the hole here. Here comes the pitch, and that is outside, and that'll be ball four here to Doyle. Second walk given up this afternoon here by LaRock. You know, it's still right there for Hewleton if they get a couple runs this inning uh, to keep themselves in this game. But it's also six to nothing, and at that same moment, you know, Lisbon stranding five runners on the bases. I mean, if Hewleton's not careful, they could, like I said, potentially get ten run ruled uh, after five innings. And now, runner on the way to second. They safe at second. They actually threw to first base. As he was starting his trot, I think the catcher thought he was going to go back to first and I'm going to get him. And as they threw to first, the runner continued in Doyle to second, and then they threw to second. That went out in the left field, but Doyle stayed right at second base. So Hewleton with a chance to score. 
their first run of this game with nobody down and a runner on second and Biller, the freshman, up to bat here in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch, and that a beauty. On deck now is DeMars with Jake Vanette in the hole. A couple big shots by both teams out in the left field. And I'll just kind of do it and simply putting the ball on the ground here. Next pitch right down the middle, a good little heat to her. And now all of a sudden, two strikes on Biller. Bulldogs got two freshmen in their starting lineup. The Golden Knights, one freshman in their starting lineup. And now here comes the fire, that up too high. They lay off of that one, throw all the way to second by Gravelin, safely back to the bag in time is Doyle. Good throw by Gravelin. If Doyle wasn't paying attention, I think he would have got him out. And now LaRock looks back Doyle a little bit. We'll throw to his catch here. No, he'll throw back to second. And a hard throw back to second to tag, but safely back to the bag in time is Doyle. Our next broadcast right tomorrow on the road, Hewleton Bulldogs at Morristown Green Rockets. Our first chance to take a look at the Rockets, who really took it tough on the chin to the ninth, 36-3. to And now low in the dirt, good block by Gravelin to keep it out in front of him and keep Doyle at second base. Three balls and two strikes now, the count to Biller. Houston looking to try to get their first two runners aboard. Here comes the pitch, swung at, missed. A little bit up in the strike zone, but a hard one to lay off. And the third strikeout for the Golden Knights here and Isaac Rock, but more important, the first out of the inning here against Hewleton in the bottom of the second. Dylan DeMars now up to bat here for the first time this afternoon. The junior right-handed batter looks at the first pitch and at right down the middle for strike one. If Hewleton for the second time in two innings with a runner in scoring position with one out the last inning and no outs this inning, and now ball up and over the head of Gravelin off the cage and with the easy trip to third base is Doyle and evens up the count at one ball and one strike. But not on deck and then the top of the lineup for the Bulldogs. If you're the Knights, you absolutely want to give any wiggle room here to the Bulldogs. But they give them a little wiggle room with the leadoff walk. And now that leadoff walk is all of a sudden on third, and now strike two to DeMars. One ball and two strikes. LaRock seemed to pick up the heat a little bit on his last several pitches. He gets ready. Here comes the fire, and that calls strike three right on the corner at the knees. And that'll be the fourth strikeout, just like that, rung up for LaRock. And you got to give him credit to maybe potentially... Well, he didn't potentially, but he walked the leadoff batter. Potentially could give up a run as that batter all of a sudden was on second with nobody down, on third with one out, and now with two, and maybe he could get out of the jam here. Here comes the pitch, and that inside, and a good job by Gravelin. Snagged it down, now throws it. It's off the base, out in the left field, and a solid job right there. And that's the one thing I've liked over the years, obviously, the Lisbon boys baseball team. Uh, has gotten fundamentally strong, and Flack showed it right there out in left field, paying attention, being ready. It was a ball thrown back to third, trying to get the runner. Instead, it goes out in left field. If Flack wasn't ready, he comes in to score. Now right down the middle, one ball and one strike here to the left-handed batter, Jake Vanette. The senior, his last season, looking to get a big hit. Here comes the pitch, and that's strike two. 
And just like that, no balls and two strikes. Oh, excuse me, one ball and two strikes to count to Vanette. LaRock, one pitch away from getting out, and he does. That's the way you come back in an inning. No runs for the Hewelton Bulldogs. No hits. There was no errors. They do strand one. Lisbon keeps it six to nothing, has all the momentum rolling right now. It's flat. Then the top of the lineup, Blue and Rutherford, do up next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now, back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Good to be with you here this afternoon. We start our journey on the North Country Sports Authority's bus of four games in four weeks each week. This week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the rest of the week, we follow the Hubleton Boys baseball team to Motown for tomorrow's game. And then I believe it's Malone at OFA for girls softball on Thursday. And then I think you and I click the heels three times, end up at Lisbon on Friday for girls softball. EK at Lisbon. EK real tough. Uh, That Katie Wheat, not only can she pitch the ball, uh, but she can hit the ball. But Lisbon, I think they can prove – to be in some games this year, and we'll see how they do this Friday and get our first look at them. Connor Flack now comes up to bat, walked back in the last inning, came around to score, and now Thornhill gets ready to begin his third inning of work outside. One ball and no strikes is your count. As mentioned, six to nothing. It could have been a couple to nothing, uh, but instead it's six nothing. Could have even been more than six nothing. The games could have fallen a couple different ways. Foul tip. Just dribbles behind home plate. But where it's at is 6 nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. One ball. One strike is your count. Right-handed hurler Thornhill. Inside and low. Two balls and one strike. Top and third this afternoon. Brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check. Join the movement. And now Thornhill gets ready. Here comes the pitch. And that is low. Thornhill got to try to battle back here against Flack. Lead-off batter blue in the hole, or excuse me, on deck, and Rutherford in the hole. Here comes the next pitch from Rutherford right down the middle. Swung that foul down the third base side. 
And head coach Gravelin went down to make a play, and it dribbled between his legs. I'm sure the kids on the bench are going to give him a little jibber-jabber for that one. Golden Knights have had their leadoff batter aboard each inning, but not this time around. Connor Flack swings and misses here in the top half of the third. One down. Six-nothing your score. Lisbon has the lead. One run in the top of the first. Five in the top of the second. And now Matthew Blue is one for two this afternoon. Doubled in the first came around to score. Reached me an error in the second came around to score. And now looks at strike one. Rutherford on deck, graveling in the hole. The meat and the potatoes of the lineup for the Golden Knights coming up to bat here once again early. And now swinging and missing, chasing that one a little bit was the senior. And now all of a sudden, no balls and two strikes is your count. As mentioned earlier, Lisbon in their gray pants. They got the royal blue jerseys with the yellow numbers on the front and back. Hewleton in their gray pants and shirts, purple pinstripe, purple numbers on the back. And now up in the strike zone. About 49, 50 degrees, probably the game time temp right now. With a little bit of wind blowing, picks up a little bit here and there throughout. Still have some sun shining on the diamond now, high and inside. Good eye there by Blue. And all of a sudden, Blue making it an at-bat here again after Thornhill had him early. Here comes the pitch by Thornhill, high and inside. So it was two strikes. Now all of a sudden is a full count. And Thornhill steps back onto the rubber. Again, right hand with Hurler. Kicks that left leg up. Here comes the pitch right down the middle. Swinging and missing is Blue. Good pitch, good chance for Blue. He just didn't connect. If he would have connected, it would have probably been a shot because his first at-bat with two strikes, he nailed one that rolled all the way to the left field fence. Big third, fourth strikeout, excuse me, for Thornhill rung up. Two outs here on the Golden Knights in this top of the third. An inning, if you're Hewelton and going to try to get back in this game, that you need to have defensively. Rutherford, Zach bunted in the first inning to move a runner from second to third. RBI single in the second and came around to score. And now ducks, or he probably would have hit up near the left shoulder area and got out of the way of that pitch. So with two down, grabbling on deck, LaRock in the hole if the Knights have some fun here. They already have a little fun being up 6 nothing in this top of the third. Hewleton trying to keep it a game here this afternoon. This so far, the smoothest inning that Hewleton has had, and now that's a strike. Catching the outside corner. Now Rutherford going to have to battle in the right-handed batter's box. Getting ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung at. Popped up. Fouled just over the dugout of the night. Back hit off the top of it. Made a loud banging noise. And Rutherford with his two strikes. And get another chance here. And try to get something going here. Now Rutherford back in the box. Thornhill gets ready. Sets, gets ready to deliver the pitch. Here it comes. Right down the middle, swinging and missing is Rutherford. Great inning there. 
by Thornhill and the Hewelton Bulldogs. No runs for the night, no hits, there was no errors, there was nobody left on base. Retired the side, did Mr. Thornhill via the strikeout. Six to zero. We head it to the bottom of the third. It's the top of the lineup for the dogs in Prey, Lattisir, Thornhill next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. It's a pterodactyl! No, it's a plane! No, it's the triple bundle, trash, grass, and snow. Trash removal. They provide the cans, put new liners in them weekly. Grab them and bring them right back to where you had them. Never worry about forgetting to put it out. Grass services. Mow and trim weekly, seed when needed. Snow removal. Shovel, plow, salt. Properly licensed, fully insured. Also manage rental properties. Call today, 244-5708 and online at trashgrasssnow.com. After you've been injured, your mailbox will be full of paperwork asking you to make decisions and make choices that will impact you for the rest of your life. You shouldn't have to face that alone. The team at the Carlisle Law Firm is here and ready to help you make the right choices for you and your family. When you've got questions and you need help, give us a call. It won't cost you a thing to talk with us, and we're not going to get paid unless you get paid. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. A chance for the Hilton Bulldogs to win this boys high school baseball at home in the bottom of the third. Trail Lisbon six to nothing. They held Lisbon scoreless for the first time. They gave up one run to Lisbon in the first inning. Lisbon then five hits in the second inning to score five more runs. To have the 6 nothing lead, they did. But Hubleton won 2 3 them in the top of the third. Now come up to bat with the top of their lineup here. LaRock begins his third inning of work with a curveball. Just hung up a little bit high in the strike zone. One ball and no strikes is your count. Lattister in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck, on deck circle. Thornhill in the hole. Here comes the pitch. And that right down the middle. We still got potentially a long way to go. Who do you think might be our Buster's player of the game here this afternoon? Could come from the Bulldogs, could come from the Knights. Leaning towards the Knights, obviously, right now with the 6 nothing lead. Next pitch, right down the plate at the knees. And now two strikes here on Prey. Not a ton of chatter coming from the Hubleton boys dugout. Now a little bit more picks up. And LaRock now, he's got five strikeouts rung up. He's looking for number six here. And to have a clean inning himself. Here comes the pitch, and setting up outside a little bit. Graveling, that's low. And now Prey will get back into the batter's box. Both pitchers and LaRock and Thornhill work quick. Here comes the pitch, and that low and outside once again. Full count. Last time, Hewelting, leadoff walk aboard, got all the way to third, but they didn't catch him in. Here comes the pitch, low in the dirt again. And now Frey will walk to first base. So for the second time, and back-to-back innings, a leadoff runner aboard for the Bulldogs, but they have yet to be able to score. In fact, each time they've got their first runner on in every inning, it has been via the walk. They flew out uh, to short in the first inning. Walked in the first inning to get their first runner on. 
in the second inning to get their first runner on walk, and then the third inning a walk as well. And now Lattisere, who walked in his 0-for-1 back in the first, is up to bat. LaRock will throw back to the bag and safely back his prey in time. Wind has seemed to die down as the afternoon has gone on. LaRock now gets ready. Quick back look at prey. He looks like he wants to go, doesn't. Ball popped up in the air. First baseman calls for it. Just over to his right, a little bit off the bag, and has the grab. Kinney making the grab to retire. Lattice there, F3 in the books. And now that will bring up Thornhill. Thornhill wrapped a double back in the first inning. He's one for one and steps into the right-handed batter's box. Runner still at first. One down, bottom of third, Lisbon 6 nothing lead. Up high in the strike zone, Gravelin out of the crouch, grabs it. One ball and no strikes is your count. Young on deck, Liscom in the hole. Go ahead and grab it. And now getting ready here is the rock for the next fire. Here it comes, low outside, scooping it up with the backhand, Gravelin. So two balls, no strikes to count to Thornhill. Young on deck, Liscom in the hole. As mentioned, 6 nothing on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Pitch outside, and all of a sudden count three balls and no strikes. The Rock has been right on the money against most of the batters today. A couple of them, he strayed a little bit. And now he's trying to find his first strike against Thornhill. Here comes the pitch, and that down the middle of the plate, a Barker's beauty there. And that should make Thornhill a hitter, if anything, next is close. Three balls and one strike your count. Runner on first and pray for the dogs. Takes the leadoffs. They still haven't sent. Throw back to first. Tag, not in time. Safely back to the bag. Is Bray. Three balls and one strike your count. LaRock looks pray back again. Here comes the throw. Prey is going to go. It's outside. Here comes the throw. It's off the bag. And safely sliding into second base is Prey. It wouldn't have mattered as that was ball four. And Thornhill on the way to first. So runner once again for the third time in this game in scoring position for the Bulldogs. But they haven't been able to cash in before. First and second. Young up to bat. Clean up batter. Swings. Misses. Strike one. He's 0 for 1, struck out in the first. Liscom on deck here for the Bulldogs. And now here comes the next pitch, that up in the strike zone, grabbing a good job of getting out of the crouch in a hurry to reach up and grab her. So a pass ball didn't happen in the runner's advance. Things a little loose for LaRock here in this inning, and that just a little bit inside and low. And now two balls. One strike, the count here to Young. Bulldogs still in this game. If they can manufacture a run or two soon and keep Lisbon from scoring more, now outside with the curve. Three balls and one strike is your count. Hewleton had a great chance with runners on second and third and one down. Back in the first, but couldn't score. And now ball four here to Young. We're going to have head coach Gravelin take a walk out to the hill here. 
with just one down. Now, all of a sudden, the Hewelton boys baseball team have the bases loaded. A couple hits back-to-back, and they could cut this deficit at half here. I'm sure head coach Gravelin just going out saying, Isaac, throw to your catch. Boys, if it's hit to you, make the smart play, right? I mean, you got to force out at any base. Just kind of going over things, trying to steal a little bit of the momentum. Hewleton trying to build, perhaps, in this inning. And it'll be up to a freshman here, Liscom. He's 0 for 1, struck out in the first. Doyle on deck, who walked. And now Gravelin will head off the hill. The Rock will get ready. Of course, you got to pay attention on the bases if you're the Bulldogs. Runs are at a premium for them right now, trailing six to nothing. Any pass ball, you want to make sure you're ready to get home and advance the other bases. And now LaRock gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and I don't – he did swing. It was high and inside, but it was hard to lay off, and the wrist turned as Liscomb was trying to turn out of the way. And no ball and one strike is your count now. LaRock gets ready. Here comes the next fire. Right down the middle, swinging and missing is Liscomb. Got the old heat and mustard on that one. And he's looking for his sixth strikeout this afternoon. The Bulldogs looking for their first couple ribbies here this afternoon. Get some runs in off the pond. LaRock gets ready. Here comes the fire. That low, good scoop by Gravelin. One ball, two strikes is your count. Heater-totter moment, right? He will take a couple hits. They get themselves back in the game. They don't manufacture run here or with one down and the base is loaded. Momentum definitely swings back, and there's a ball hit just foul, and I mean just foul down the third baseline, probably about a foot and a half or two feet before the bag. It went about a half foot foul. That would have probably scored two runs and maybe could have been a double depending on how quick on the track was Flack. He is pretty quick out there. What almost was, we'll see what ends up happening. One ball and two strikes is your count. That cut there by Liscomb, maybe give him a little confidence here. Here comes the next one, a curveball up high in the strike zone, never came down, and evens up the count to two balls and two strikes. And now touching the home plate with the bat here is Liscomb. Gets ready and back in the box, and oof, very close pitch, but it's a ball. And now three balls and two strikes is your count. A walk scores a run here. The Rock gets ready, digs in. Here comes the fire, and that a beauty strike three for the second out of this inning. Six strikeouts for La Rock. And he continues his shutout going here. And his one hitter. And now Reed Doyle, who walked back in the inning before this, comes up to bat here. And a pitch right down the middle for strike one. I honestly think, I mean, there is still a lot of game and things can change, but if Hubleton does not take advantage of this opportunity, bases low with one down and not cash any runs, I think Hubleton goes on route to the victory here this afternoon. And now strike two to Doyle. And just like that, 
one pitch away or the Knights from getting out of some major trouble here. And now here comes the fire, a curveball outside. One ball and two strikes is now your count. LaRock has rung up six today in his one hitter. He has walked five batters. A little bit of control here and there. Here comes the pitch, and that ball swung at. Couple hopper to first, scooped up by the first baseman, touch first, and they're out of the inning. Kenny came over and grabbed it. And Reed Doyle is out. So no runs for the Hewelton Bulldogs. No hits. There was no errors. They strand three on the bases. The bases, like they had runners on second and third early in this game with one out. They had the bases loaded with that out and could not cash in. And often this is where the other team really starts to go the other way with a game. After a couple times, the Hewelton be able to come back and not does Lisbon even separate themselves more? They have a 6 nothing lead. We go to the bottom, or excuse me, the top of the fourth. It is 3, 4, and 5 in the lineup. Gravelin, LaRock, Lazaro next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45 years, our team has specialized in opening up access to care to all members of our communities here in the North Country. We accept most insurances, including Medicaid. Our team's only concern is providing you and your family the quality of care that you deserve. We are a full-service family practice, seeing patients of all ages. Remember, at Community Health Center of the North Country, it's all about you and your family. For more information, take a look at chcnorthcountry.org. A comfortable home is a happy home. That's why thousands of families choose Fujitsu ductless mini-split systems for quiet, energy-efficient heating and cooling for their homes. These sleek units require no ductwork and allow for flexible room-by-room temperature control. Our 14 locations also stock high-efficiency Fujitsu gas furnaces. Have your contractor get your Fujitsu system at Governor Plumbing Supply, Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump and Supply in Ogdensburg. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back. Top of the fourth, just in case you're joining me. Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of boys high school baseball here this afternoon from Hubleton Central School. It is the Lisbon Golden Knights with one run in the top of the first. Five hits and five runs in the top of the second. Have a 6 nothing lead currently on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard as we enter the top half of the fourth. Lisbon on the road, come up to bat in their gray pants, royal blue jerseys, yellow numbers front and back. Lucas Gravelin. We'll lead them off. Isaac LaRock on deck. Lazaro in the hole. Hewelton in their gray pants and jerseys with the purple thin pinstripes and the purple numbers on the front and back. Hewelton had a chance after Lisbon made it one nothing to score. Had runner in scoring position with one out. Couldn't cash in. They had a great chance with the bases loaded just a half an inning ago with one down and couldn't cash in a run. And now Gravelin comes up to bat and ropes one over the first baseman's head. Out into right field. Going to take two. He's on the run. The throw is not going to be nearly in time as it was cut off. And a double for Gravelin. As soon as he was nearing first, he was paying attention to what that ball was doing, what the right fielder was doing. And he trucked right around that base, and he knew he was going to second. 
So just like that in scoring position is Gravelin. Isaac LaRock will now come up to bat here. Trying to help out his own cause. Looks at ball one low. He's pitched a real solid game, has LaRock. I mean, yes, he has given up five walks. But each time, you know, those walks could have put the Knights in jeopardy and maybe they score some runs to the Bulldogs. He shut the next Bulldogs batters down. And now he looks at ball two here. Thornhill beginning his fourth inning of work here this afternoon. Lazaro on deck and White in the hole. Here comes the pitch and that low ball three. Our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union still play of the game was a Hewleton defensive play way back in the early innings to keep the game close for the time being as it was a throw from left field all the way home to get a sliding runner for the Golden Knights out. And now that'll be a strike. That'll make LaRock, if anything's close, be a hitter here. Three balls and one strike to the senior. He flew out to center his first at-bat. He singled in two runs in the second, came around to score. So one for two this afternoon. Thornhill will step off the rubber fake to throw back to second, but not throw and Gravelin getting back to the bag. And now here comes the throw down the middle, fouled down the first base side, just off the base a couple feet. And now three balls and two strikes is your count here to LaRock. Again, Hewleton's in some trouble. If Lisbon starts to get a couple runners on, puts some more base hits like they did in that second inning uh, to be 10 run ruled uh, by the end of five innings here this afternoon. And Hewleton just had the chance to really make it a game, I think. But they couldn't cash in. And now ball four high and inside. And now runners on first and second. Lozaro is up to bat. We have timeout taken by head coach Steele. We could see a pitching change. We'll see exactly what goes down. It seems like the ball being handed up here by Thornhill. I'm not sure who it's going to be going to. We'll see, though. Not necessarily. It's it's tough. I mean, you now have I don't have the notes in front of me exactly what the pitch count is, but you got to be so careful of the pitch count now. And it's tough. I mean, it's you have the pitch count, and then you have you know sometimes at least three games a week, uh, maybe even four at times, depending on Mother Nature. And let's see now here for the Hubleton Bulldogs. It looks like Reed Doyle will come in to pitch. So, Locust Thornhill going three innings of work here this afternoon. Giving up six runs off of seven hits. Struck out five. Walked three. These two aboard the bases potentially could be charged to Thornhill. He'll come in, take some warm-up pitches. Tough spots come in, trailing Six to nothing and runners on first and second with nobody down. We will take a break, and when we come back, we'll have the at battle of Zaro, then White and Kinney next year. 
on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Hey there. Did you know that the Claxton Hepburn Medical Center offers a low-dose lung cancer CT screening test for only $99? If you smoke now, have for a long time, or quit within the last 15 years, it's something we should do. The scan only takes a few minutes and is not painful. Listen, I'm a smoker. A little nervous to get it done, but I'm doing it. Maybe we don't have any symptoms right now, but if we catch things early, we have a better chance. For more information or schedule a screening today at Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, call 315-713-6778. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. Reed Doyle and Lazaro now. Doyle on the hill for the Bulldogs. Lazaro at the at-bat. Runners advance on the bases for the Knights. Runners on second and third with nobody down. Lazaro hard hit ball, drifting foul and out of play down the right field line. Well, Lisbon, when they've had runners in scoring position here in this contest today, they have taken advantage is where Hewleton, they simply have not taken advantage. It very well could be a a 6-3 game, uh, 6-2. And now Doyle gets ready. Here comes a pitch, Lazaro, a hooking, wild, crazy curveball, but it goes outside. And now two balls and two strikes is your count. Doyle also a right-handed hurler here. For the Bulldogs, and now a beautiful pitch right down the middle with some heat. Lazaro swings and misses. That'll be Doyle's first strike out here. And now Isaiah White singled in the second, struck on the first, so he's one for two this afternoon. Got a chance to get a couple ducks off the pond here and make Aunt Kay happy in Australia. Well, that one's up over his head. He ducks one ball and no strikes is your count. As always, you just don't have to listen 1400 a.m. You go to com, click on our ESPN station, click to listen live. Here comes the next pitch, and that is strike. One ball and one strike. It's like a sidearm pitch out of the right hand of Doyle. It makes it hard to pick it up to begin with. And then when he has a little hook to it and some curve, uh, could be some good pitches. Here comes the next pitch. Swung on, down the third baseline. Got by the third baseman. Bobble, throw to first, not in time. Uh, it is in time. Did he call him out? No, he did not call. I don't know if he called him out or not here. He did call him out. Wubba, wubba, nyut, nyut, nyut. A run does score. 7 nothing. Getting over to third is LaRock. And that one, I'm pretty sure White touched the bag before the ball was into the glove of Thornhill. But nonetheless, Isaiah White doing his job, driving the ball to the right side of the field to get that runner in off a third. Or he didn't drive it to the I'm sorry, he didn't drive it to the right. He put the ball down in the infield to get that runner off a third. A good play by the third baseman originally bobbled it and then made the throw to first. But in the end, the 5-3 put out in the books. RBI for White. And up to bat here is Matt Kinney. He walked in the second, singled in the third. It is seven to nothing. Lisbon with a chance with a runner on third and two down to take an eight nothing lead. It's three balls and no strikes that count here. All of a sudden to Kinney. 
Smith on deck here for the Knights. And now here comes the pitch. That's high and outside. So all of a sudden, runners on the corners here for the Knights. First and third with two down, and the freshman 0 for 2. Struck out in the second and third. Smith comes up to bat. Black on deck, and then the top of the lineup blue. Again, a good call made by the umpire early in this game when a timeout was called as the ball was popped up. And now a ball popped up behind home plate. And Hewlton caught it thinking they were out of the inning and only down two to nothing. But instead, timeout had been called before the pitch. As a result, that pop-up and out didn't count. Lisbon was able to get back into the batter's box, second chance, and next thing you know, scoring five runs. Uh, And now a swing and a miss by Smith on the way to second is the runner for Lisbon, no throw down. So in some senses, like, this game is in ways, you know, close to being a a, a 2-3-1 game or two, or, you know, it could have been 6-2 or 6-3 after the last inning. Hewleton had chances, base loaded one down. Uh, didn't cash in, um, or it's where it's at right now, 7 nothing, and maybe even more if Lisbon capitalized just a hair more. Here comes the next pitch to Smith. Swung on, that is hard hit out into center field. Center field on the beaten path and has it. Re- Smith retired F8 in the books, but not before the Lisbon Golden Knights score one more run off a one hit. There was no errors. They do strand two. That run, unfortunately, for Thornhill, credited it to him. And it's 7-0 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The Hewleton Bulldogs, 7-8 in the lineup. Biller, DeMars, Vinette do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. When it comes to family, friends, and going out to dinner, it's tough to beat Buster's in the Berg. With so many menu items to choose from, there is always something for everyone. There simply isn't a better salad bar offered in or around the area. Big, fresh, tons of items, and includes hot soup and rolls. To satisfy the sweet tooth, Rose's homemade desserts will take care of that. Fun atmosphere, great food. Visit Buster's in Ogdensburg the next time you go out to eat. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. As I always say, the teeter-totter ends of a baseball game. You figure out, usually in four or five, what's going to go down and how this game could go down. Sometimes it goes right down to the sixth and the seventh innings. But right now in this game, Lisbon has a 7 nothing lead. If you're just joining me, I appreciate you listening. Christopher Spicer, me the play-by-play at Boys High School Baseball. Hewleton playing host to the Lisbon Golden Knights. Lisbon was 10-0 and last year. They had beat Hewleton twice during the regular season, but Hewleton surprised them in the Section 10 semis, beating them 9-5. to You know, Lisbon looking for redemption coming to Hewleton's field here this afternoon in an early season West Division matchup that finds both teams in a tie for second place at 1-0. and But the Knights with one run in the first, five in the second, and now one in the fourth. Have a 7 nothing lead, as we mentioned. And now coming up to bat is Biller. He's 0-1, struck out in the second. Looks at ball one low. Isaac's done a good job on the hill here this afternoon. He begins his fourth inning of work. He's only given up one hit. He struck out five batters 
He's walked five batters. And just a little bit of confusion here between and in the scores book. And Levi Biller up to bat. It's now number 12 for the Hubleton Bulldogs. That will come to bat for Dylan Mars here. Next in the on-deck circle. And I couldn't tell you who number 12 is because I don't even see a number 12 on the back of the lineup card, but we'll get the extra, extra roster out and see if we can dig into the news here. But it's still Levi Billers at bat, and now right down a pipe, and that's a strike by Rock, as mentioned, the last inning, he did a great job, especially uh, bases loaded. He, he had walked three batters. They had the bases loaded. And now strike two here on Biller. And then he was able to get the next couple big outs. Now he gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Setting up outside was Gravelin. It is low and outside. So Wiegant will come up to bat in the, and is in the on-deck circle. Wiegant for DeMars, and now a little bit low and outside. Biller trying to make an at-bat of it here. The freshman, here comes the next pitch. That right down the middle for what I thought was no doubt strike three. I'm kind of shocked, to be honest with you, that's not strike three. But it is a ball. And Biller on the way to first base. Six walk given up by LaRock here this afternoon. And now Wiegant comes up to bat, right-handed batter, looks at strike one. Vanette on deck and then the top of the lineup in prey here for the Lisbon Golden Knights. As this game winds down and we eventually get in our Blevins Brothers postgame show, We'll let you know, obviously, who our Buster's player of the game is. And now swinging and missing is Wiegant. And now a throw out to first. Goes all the way out into right field. Making the way to second is Biller. He stayed up there. And now... Head coach Steele, a little upset with maybe one of the fans yelling at one of the players on what to do as he's trying to coach the game. A little bit wacky doodle dandy day here at Hewlett Central School. LaRock gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Uh, swing and missing. Down goes Wiegamp. Seventh strikeout for LaRock here this afternoon through three and a third innings worth of work. And the old Vanette now, the senior who's 0 for 1, struck out in the second, will step into the left-handed batter's box. 8-0 on the Howland Pump Supply Score, or excuse me, 7-0 on the Howland Pump Supply Scoreboard. The one in the first, the five in the second, the one in the fourth. 
Wind picking up a little bit. Sun's still out, but chilly temps as you're just sitting here. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> you never know what you get in the spring in the North Country, right? I mean, you could be sitting here on a 75, 80-degree day maybe, sweating almost, or being toque in a winter jacket like some here this afternoon. I'm not in my winter jacket, but I got it behind me. I'm in my winter toque. We're not trying to stay alive in this left-handed at-batters bid here. The rock gets ready. Here comes the fire, and that is a strike. Tough to catch up with that speed of LaRock here. Two balls and two strikes is the count on the net. LaRock trying to get the second out of this inning. Runner on second for Hubleton. One down. Here comes the pitch up high in the strike zone. Three balls and two strikes is your count. First base is open, so not a huge deal over the Golden Knights and, and walk the net. But you want to get this second out. If your head coach grabbing, here comes the pitch as the wind picks up. The ball is inside. And runners on first and second. Seven walks, seven strikeouts here for the Rock this afternoon. That wind now really pushing again from home plate out towards left field. The Rock gets ready to face the on, or excuse me, leadoff batter for the Bulldogs this afternoon, Prey. He looks at the first pitch outside. Pray 0 for 2 this afternoon. Or he's 0 for 1, excuse me. Flew out to short in the first, walked in the third. Here comes the pitch down the middle. That's hit hard. Out to center field. Center field around the run back. It's over his head. Touching third now will be Biller. He's going to be a waved around to score and all the way from first to third is Vanette. And Hewleton has finally played at their first run of this contest. And have made it 7-1 to one now on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. That wind picking up just a little bit before that ball was hit. I think, truthfully, it might have been a lot more catchable if the wind wasn't blowing as hard as it was. And now Prey, with a big hit, has got an RBI single. And now runners on the corners here for the Bulldogs with one down and Lattisar up in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch up high in the strike zone. Runner on the way to second. No throw, so runner's on second and third now. And if you're Lisbon Golden Knights, you came here, you played a good game, you want to keep things tight here and keep the momentum in your favor. And now off the strike zone, once again, the rock. It was close. But ball is the call against Lattisar. First base is now open. Thornhill on deck, young in the hole. Here comes the pitch, curveball, that's hit. Out in the left field, that may drop. No, it doesn't. Closing the gap is slack. Runner off, a third will tag and come in to score. So Lattisar retired, F7 in the books. RBI, stack fly out into left field. Now 7-2 to on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now a pass ball and Prey standing on third base with Thornhill up to bat. He doubled in the first before being stranded on second, walked in the third before being stranded on second. And now he hopes to get another duck off the pond and make it all of a sudden, you know, a 7-3 game and the the Bulldogs be back in it here. Throw back to third, safely back, diving his Prey. It's 7-2. to two. Like I said, little different things here and there, and this could be a lot closer of a game. And 
and all of a sudden it could get back to being a closer game here. Bulldogs still got time to go. And now Lisbon getting ready. Here comes a fire, and that outside. Young on deck. Three and four in the lineup here as Thornhill's number three in the batter's lineup for head coach Steele. Young in the fourth spot as the cleanup batter. Here comes a fire from Locke, and that fouled. LaRock walked three batters in the last inning. Bases were loaded with one down, but he got the next couple outs. He's walked a couple batters this inning, got a strikeout, got two outs, and trying to just give up the two runs here are him and the Knights. Next right-handed hurl. Here it comes. That right down the middle popped up high in the air. That's drifting foul. That will be out of play. So two strikes here on Thornhill. And the Bulldogs get a much-needed run off the third base, trailing 7-2 by five runs and make it a four-run game? Or can the Knights get out of the inning right here, right now? 22 is your count. Thornhill back into the right-handed batter's box. The Rock gets ready. Doesn't pay too much attention to the runner at third. Here comes the pitch, that outside, and that will be ball three. So a full count now here. For the Bulldogs, you want to keep this going. You want LaRock to keep throwing more pitches. I believe Lisbon has Herman DeKal tomorrow as Hubleton on the road to Morristown. Ball four up and inside. And all of a sudden, things getting a little more interesting on the Hubleton Bulldog diamond here. The umpire are going to call a timeout and dust the old plate off. Runner is now on the corner. And the cleanup batter, who is 0 for 1, struck out in the first, walked in the third. Comes up to bat in Tristan Young. I'm sure they're going to try in a hurry to get the runner over at third. He's going. The pitch is up in a strike zone. There is no throw to second. So a base hit. And all of a sudden, Hewlett could only trail by four runs here as it is 7-2, to or trail by three runs, excuse me. And now a pass ball. In off to score, third is Prey, and on the way to third is Thornhill. Not what you wanted to go down if you're the Lisbon Golden Knights. All of a sudden, 7-3. to three. Could cut it to a three-run game here with a base hit or potentially another pass ball here. Never say die or what the dogs are doing here. Here comes the pitch, and that outside got behind Gravelin a little bit, but he got it enough to slow the momentum of it, and the runner stays at third. Three balls and no strikes to count here to Tristan Young. He's obviously going to let this one go, I'm sure. Here comes the pitch, and that's up in the strike zone. Four balls in a row. And now runners on the corners here. The Rock walked three in the third inning. Has walked one, two, three, four here in this fourth inning. Nine walks, seven strikeouts. It looks like head coach grabbing and take the ball out of his hands. Got out of the jam in the last inning. Couldn't get out of this one. And I'm not quite sure. Trying to figure out who coming in here for the Golden Knights to take over. 
And I believe this is going to be Cooper Rutherford here. So LaRock went three and two-thirds. Given up three runs at this point. Off of two hits. Striking out seven, walking five. He potentially could be charged with the runners on the bases if Hewleton continues to go with two outs here. I think what Hewleton has done potentially, though, has pushed this game to go the distance here this afternoon. As we are in the bottom of the fourth. Lisbon was close, like I said, to maybe 10 run ruling Hewleton at points in this game. Now all of a sudden... Hewelton's finding themselves with a chance, a base hit, to be down maybe just a, a run or two runs or so, depending on if they move the runner over to second base that's currently on first. Taking the warm-up pitches is Rutherford here. It really, I mean, I hate saying it, it's just the facts of the game. It hasn't been done off the bats of the Hewelton Bulldogs. It's been more or less a lot of walks and moving the runners around that way and a hit here or there. And now here comes the pitch at a strike one. Runner immediately on the way to second, no throw. So with two down here in the bottom of fourth, runners on second and third. Here comes the pitch in that inside to Liscom. He's 0 for 2, struck out in the first and struck out in the third. He's looking to get a big hit that potentially can make it now 7-5. And that is a ball just outside and perhaps a little bit low. Pivotal point in this contest here for both teams. And that's a strike catching the outside corner at the knees. And now two strikes here on Liscomb. Doyle on deck, Biller in the hole if the Bulldogs go with two here. They've got three big runs, but two big runs still aboard here for Hewleton potentially. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, miss. Big job by Rutherford there to come in and get the strikeout. The Hewleton Bulldogs do score three runs off of just one hit. There was no errors in that inning. They do strand two. It is seven to three all of a sudden on a Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The top of the lineup for the Knights, Blue, Rutherford, Gravelin next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Bring Mom to the River on Sunday, May 14th. The Williams family invites you to come out and enjoy the Grandview's Mother's Day Buffet being served from 11 till 3 p.m. on Mother's Day. Enjoy time with Mom and the rest of the family while eating off a great buffet that will include roast prime rib of beef, roast turkey, roast pork ribs, baked Virginia ham, seafood penne alfredo, fresh vegetables and potatoes, soup du jour, salads, fresh fruits, desserts, and much more. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet from 11 till 3 p.m. The regular dinner menu will also be available from noon till 3. Have a great time and enjoy an absolutely phenomenal-tasting buffet on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 14th. Reservations are suggested. Call 315-393-4550. The Grandview is located on Route 37 Riverside Drive, Ogdensburg, where the only thing they overlook is the St. Lawrence River.
April is Youth Month at St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Parents and guardians, ask about our Junior Saver Share. It's a higher, special rate share with no term for anyone under the age of 16 with a parent or guardian. It's a great opportunity to start teaching our youth what a credit union can do for them and start building a solid financial future. From school to retirement, we are here for all your financial needs. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. Federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. All righty, here we go. We're over the halfway point in this boys' high school baseball contest. Chris Spicer bringing the play-by-play. Seems to be kind of a game all of a sudden that's taken a while here as we're finally just getting into the top of the fifth inning. It was Lisbon scoring one run in the top of the first, five in the top of the second, and then one in the top of the fourth for a commanding 7 nothing lead. Uh, and like I said, they were a couple runs away, a couple more base hits, or maybe another inning away from 10-run ruling the Hewilton Bulldogs and this game being over after five innings. But the Hewilton Bulldogs, they have shown grit. They have not given up. They scored three in the bottom of the fourth to make it a game now, 7-3. And this top of the fifth brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country, offering access to care close to home at their locations in Augensburg, Canton, Governor, Malone, and Watertown. And now Rutherford, who came in and worked a third of an inning in the bottom of the fourth and got a big strikeout, comes up to bat here and looks at, oh, excuse me, it is not Rutherford, it's Connor Flack to lead him off. Matthew Blue then up in the on-deck circle, then Rutherford in the hole. He just kind of has a little bit of the length and same body features as Rutherford. Now, ball hit down the third baseline. Third baseman throw to first, not in time. And then ball goes out of play. And the Golden Knights now will have their leadoff batter Flack aboard second base. Uh, I give that a base hit. I, I mean, obviously an error that led him to getting the second. But I think even with a clean throw, I think Flack was beaten out the throw as it was very slow, the baseball trucking down the third baseline. And now Matthew Blue, the senior, will step up here. He had a double in the first, he came around to score. Reached me an error in the second, came around to score. Struck out in the third. And now the wind picks up once again. If he gets a hold of one, be ready in the outfield. Here comes the pitch in that inside. Rutherford on deck, graveling in the hole. A chilly baseball afternoon here in the North Country at probably about 48 degrees now or so, and the wind picking up and now high and outside. Three balls, no strikes to count here to Blue. Lisbon looking to try to get those runs back. Here comes the pitch, and that behind Blue for ball four. And now the runner goes to third. Flack with the pass ball. So Lisbon now runners on first and third, and that will bring Rutherford up. Stack bunt in the first. RBI single in the second came around to store and struck out in the third. Now Rutherford comes up into the right-handed batter's box. A four-run lead here for the Golden Knights, 7-3 to in the top of the fifth. Ball popped up behind home plate, not a play. 
No balls in one strike, your count. Top of the lineup, the meat and the potatoes of the lineup. Lisbon looking to maybe have a big inning here with runners on first and third and nobody down. Here comes the pitch and at a curveball strike, runner on the way to second, no throw down to second. So runners on second and third with nobody down. Rutherford with two strikes on him. Here comes a pitch from Doyle, curveball up high, broke back across the plate from the inside, but finished up too high in the strike zone. Thornhill starting pitcher for Hubleton here this afternoon. Doyle came in the last inning and now low and outside, three balls and two strikes. Thornhill worked three innings, giving up seven runs off of eight hits, struck out five batters, walked three. And now here comes the next pitch from Doyle, and that up in the strike zone. I thought that was ball four. It's got to be ball three by now. It is. Full count. I was one ball ahead of myself here. Now with runners on second and third, nobody down. Top of the fifth. Here comes the pitch in that low, and now the bases are loaded here. For the Lisbon Golden Knights, back-to-back walks here for Lisbon. And that will bring up Lucas Graveling. An RBI double in the first, walked in the second, came around to score, doubled in the fourth, came around to score, and now he's into the left-handed batter's box with the bases loaded and nobody down. Here comes a pitch from Doyle. That was a beauty, but he looked at it all the way. No balls and one strike is your count. The Golden Knights immediately looking to get back to three, get back to three runs. They surrendered, and now outside evens up the count at one ball and one strike. Again, that win from behind home plate. Kind of shifting a little bit as this game went on more. It was left field, now going to center field. Here comes the next pitch, a curveball up high in the strike zone. They are awfully close, man. I'm telling you, some of these curveballs are looking good out of the right-handed Doyle. And now two balls and one strike is your count. Left-handed batter is grabbing. Here comes the pitch that's outside, three balls and one strike. Now is your count. Isaac LaRock on deck, Lazaro in the hole. Here for the Knights who have nobody down, up four runs, and looking to be up more. Here comes the pitch, that down the middle, swung it hard, right up the middle, off a third to score is Flack, touching third and being waved around to score, all the way from second is Blue. Nine to three now the score on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Rutherford is on second base. Lucas Gravelin is on first base. Two RBIs on the single. And now LaRock will come up to bat with nobody downrunners on first and second and now what is a 9-3 baseball game. Doyle gets ready. Here comes the pitch that's up in the strike zone. One ball and no strikes is your count. Oh, a little bit chilly willy after sitting here for a while as you get into the fifth. And now here comes the pitch. That low in the dirt bounces off the catcher. Runners advance on the bases. Rutherford to third. Gravel into second. And like I said, if it wasn't for three runs, Hewleton scored in the uh, bottom of the fourth. Uh, they could be out of this game after this inning and, and still might be if Lisbon continues to work it here. And now head coach Steele will take a trip to the mound. 
Runners on second and third with nobody down. We've already had a pitching change for each team here this afternoon. We'll see if head coach Steele is going to make another one or just having a little bit of a chat out on the hill. We're back at it tomorrow. Boys baseball, Hubleton at Morristown. Get our first look at the Green Rockets. Thursday, girls softball, Malone at OFA. Friday, sticking with girls softball, Edwards Knox at Lisbon. This will be four weeks in a row of four games a week, unless Mother Nature gets in the way. Two balls, no strikes to count to LaRock. Here comes the pitch that's up high, three balls and no strikes, now the count. Doyle having a little bit of trouble finding the strike zone here. Here comes the next fire, and that low in the dirt, that will be ball four to Isaac. So now all of a sudden the base is loaded here for the Knights with nobody down, and Lazaro comes up to bat. Knights up by six runs, nine to three. Is that win just still has that little nip to her, a little chilly. Now here comes a pitch from Doyle, and that'll be a strike. So no balls and one strike. And the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle, working hard for hardworking people. The Carlisle Law Firm is Isaiah White, Kinney in the hole. Here comes the pitch up in the strike zone. Evens up to count at one ball and one strike. I'm curious to know. I'm looking at my phone. It's in my pocket. But this game, the duration has lasted a while. Here comes the pitch, and that a beauty. Fool Lazaro. And just caught the inside corner. And now two ball, or excuse me, one ball and two strikes is the count. Doyle gets ready. Here comes the fire and that over the head of Lazaro. He ducks and evens it up at 22. Knights, another base hit away from really opening it up here. Here comes the pitch that's inside low. Three balls and two strikes is your count. Anything near, you got to protect here. If you're Lazaro in the Knights, if it's not, you hold off. You get a run in and keep the bases loaded with nobody down. Here comes the pitch down the middle. Hit hard. And that is just a couple feet foul over the third baseman's head down the left field line. That would have drove in a couple runs. Instead, Lazaro will take the truck back to home plate and step back into the right-handed batter's box here. Three balls, two strikes is your count. A much-needed out for the dogs here. Trying to get their first out of the inning. Here comes the pitch, swung out. Shortstop picks it up. Throw to first is in time to get Lazaro. Runner comes in off a third to score in Rutherford. Gravelin makes his way from second to third. LaRock from first to second. Lazaro retired 6-3 in the books for the first out of this inning. Ten to three to score. Lisbon has a seven-run lead here in this contest. Now they've got those three runs back they gave up, and now swinging and missing is White. Struck out in the first, did White singled before being stranded on second in the second, an RBI in the fourth on a ground out to third. 
And now the head umpire going to dust off home plate here. Two ducks on the pond, potentially for White, or maybe even Kinney in the on-deck circle up next, or potentially Smith in the hole. This game's kind of gone every which way but loose here. Like I said, Hewleton could have kept it close, could have been a closer game to some degree. Uh, Lisbon could have blown it out more at times, but didn't. Then all of a sudden, Hewleton made it a game at 7-3, to three, and now Lisbon kind of blowing it back out. And now, wow, I got to be honest, if that was not low, that was definitely should have been a strike. Even though the batter ducked, it did fall across the plate. But White got away with one there. Now here comes the next pitch. That is swung out, foul back to the cage. And a ball finally picked up by the on-deck batter here of the night. Doyle's got one. White back into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch. That hit hard. Base hit out in the left field. Run will come off to score in third and Gravelin and being waved around to score all the way from second also is LaRock. And making his aunt proud in Australia is Isaiah with a big two RBI single. And he's standing on first base. It is 12-3. A nine-run lead here. One down. Kinney comes up to bat here. The left-handed batter for the Knights. Runner on the way to second white. There's going to be no throw. He got a great jump. And now he's in scoring position as we got a little bit of a flying V coming over. The geese coming, checking out the game here this afternoon, providing our Goodyear blimp service. And now inside, that'll be a ball here to Kinney. Kinney walked in the uh, second. He singled in the third, and he walked in the fourth. And now here comes the pitch, and that across the plate. That'll be a strike here on Kinney. So still only one down as Smith on deck here for the Knights. Lisbon getting all three runs back. Hilton scored and some. Now swinging and missing as the batter it gets past the catcher. So Isaiah White is to third. Kenny now I believe has a couple strikes on him here. Two balls and two strikes. The official count here. As another duck on the pond for the Knights. They scored five runs back in the second. They've got five here in this inning. Now ball pops up out of play over near the Little League kids and up over near their field. So count remains two balls and two strikes. They've got a little bit to go here to figure out who's going And now ball three. Now here gets the next pitch, and that is too high. So Matt Kinney with the walk, runners on the corners, first and third. So just after Hewleton feeling maybe a little bit good, hey, you know, we got a chance back in this game 7-3. It's went exactly now the opposite way here. As Gabe Smith, the freshman, looking for his first hit here this afternoon, will step into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch in that high and inside, ball one. 
Well, Hewilton in trouble if they surrender another run and don't get some themselves. Could be in the end, eventually 10 run ruled by the end of five. And now there is a nice pitch by Doyle right on the corner and at the knees. Evens up to count one and one. Reed gets ready, right-handed pitcher. Here comes the pitch. That's high and inside. Runner on the way to second, no throw. So Lisbon with one down, runners on second and third. Black on deck, and then the top of the lineup blue here for the Knights. We only have one out on him still, and that is low and outside. The next pitch. So three balls and one strike now. The count here to Smith. Doyle agrees with his catch. Here comes the fire, that high and inside. That will be ball four. So the bases are loaded. Connor Flack will come up to bat for the second time in this contest. Head coach Dave Steele will take a trip to the mound. You and I will take a break here while they have a discussion and be back next year on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. Man, oh man, is this Blue Devil Boys lacrosse team looking real good. And this young man, no doubt, playing his part. Scoring a natural hat trick and six goals in one game. But that's not all. This week's Blevins Brothers Pepsi Augensburg Baller Student Athlete of the Week is Tegan Frederick from the OFA Boys Lacrosse Team. OFA Boys Lacrosse versus Potsdam recently. Tegan scores the first three goals of the second quarter for the natural hat trick. Ends up having six goals in the contest for a double hat trick. Wop, babaloo, bop, baby. But that's not all. Next game versus Sam. River. They are down 9-5 to five at the half. Your Devils come back in the second half to lose only by one goal, 13-12 to 12 against Salmon. That's a heck of a game. And Tegan scored in that game another hat trick. Went on to score a total of four goals. His stick is hot. No doubt about it. Two games, ten goals total. A natural hat trick. A double hat trick. And a hat trick, baby. Tegan will receive an awesome water bottle from Pepsi. Two slices of pizza from Cam's Pizzeria for his efforts. And no doubt is this week's Blevins Brothers, Pepsi, Augensburg, Ballers, Student Athlete of the Week. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth, Boys High School Baseball. A two-hour so far, four-and-a-half-inning baseball game between the Hubleton Bulldogs and the Lisbon and Golden Knights. The Hubleton Bulldogs, another pitcher, Jacob Lattisier, now comes in. It was Lucas Thornhill that started this game, went three innings, giving up seven runs off of eight hits, struck out five, walked three batters. Doyle came in to begin the fourth inning, worked an inning and now a third, has given up one, two, three, four, five runs, and potentially the ones aboard on the bases right now as the bases are loaded here for the Lisbon Golden Knights. They led one nothing after one, six nothing after two, seven nothing after four. Hughesman scored three runs in the bottom of the fourth to make it seven three, but Lisbon has answered one, two, three, four, five here in the fifth to have a 12-3 lead on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Strike one here to Connor Flack. Here comes the next pitch, and that low 
evens up the count at one ball and one strike. So one down here on the Knights. And the 12-3 lead in the top of the fifth. But now another one low. Two balls and one strike is your count. Matthew Blue leads off the Lisbon Golden Knights, standing in the on-deck circle. Now ball hit, and that'll be a base hit out into center field. Scoring off third is White, being waved all the way around from second. Touching third is Kinney. 14-3 now. The score. Two RBIs for Flack. Dave Smith getting his way over to second base. So, Elizabeth now runners on first and second. 14-3. to And now Matthew blew up. And Hewleton all of a sudden down to just three outs in this game when they come up to bat here. And now low to blue. And you know in the old school rivalry that Lisbon just like Hewelton would, would keep going here and trying to get the base hits and score the runs. Here comes the pitch up high in the strike zone. Like I said, I mean, it's crazy to think that how long this game's lasted, only four and a half innings of play, and now ball four here. As Gabe Smith will be over at third, Connor Flack over to second, Matthew Blue aboard first base, and now Cooper Rutherford into the right-handed batter's box. Still only one down here on the Golden Knights. Foul ball up over the Knights' dugout down the first base side. We were hoping for a good game here this afternoon, but it's turned into a Kind of a blowout here. <laughs> 14 to 3 by the Golden Knights. Two strikes now here on Rutherford. Zach Bunt in the first. RBI single in the second. Walks in the fifth. Here comes the next pitch. Hit hard. On the left field. Left fielder on the run over the right. That's a base hit. In the score off of third is Gabe Smith. Being waved all the way around. Touching third and from second here is Connor Flack. And now 16 to 3 is your score. Matthew Blue all the way over to third. Rutherford on second. And now a substitution here for the Lisbon Golden Knights. Lucas Lucas Gravelin will be substituted for in the lineup, offensive lineup. And it looks like Kobe Mills, the junior, will come up to bat here for Gravelin. Like I said, who's going to be our Busters player of the game here this afternoon? Uh, I think it's going to come down to to the batting. And there's been a lot of batters for the Lisbon Golden Knights that have got some big hits and drove in some big runs. And now trying to do it as Mills. In the bat here for Gravelin in this 16 to 3 game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine runs here for the Golden Knights in the top of the fifth. Again, a two hour plus game, and only so far, not even through four and a third innings for the work. Wow, that's crazy. Strike one here. 
to Mills. Now here comes the second pitch. That right down the middle for strike two. So Mills all of a sudden in this at-bat. No balls and two strikes is your count to the young man. Hewleton trying to get their second out in this inning, get to the at-bats. Here comes the pitch. That is to the back to the pitcher. Lattister off the hill, throw to first. Drops by the first baseman. And the score off at third is Matthew Blue, and the wheels have fallen off the Hewleton's baseball wagons here. And that's uh, dead ball, maybe. I'm not sure what the call is here. Dead ball. Foul ball, dead ball. Something happened. So that run did not come in as Matthew blew off a third. So runners still on second and third with one down. Two strikes here to Mills. And he's back into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the pitch. And that up out of the strike zone. A long day for the Hubie fans. Here in this one. Next pitch, and that is swinging and missing his mill strike three. So two outs, second out finally here against the Lisbon Golden Knights. And now we'll have Isaac LaRock come up to bat. With runners on second and third. Here comes the pitch, and that is ball one. We'll see who comes up to bat next when they do, if Potentially, Dave Gravelin makes a switch here. Here comes the next pitch, and then outside. Two balls, no strikes is your count. First base is open, runners on second and third. 16 to three, your score in the top of the fifth. Here comes the pitch. Couple hopper to short, picked up, throw to first in time, and LaRock is retired, 6-3 in the books, but not before one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine runs are scored in that top half of the fifth by the Lisbon Golden Knights off of one, two, three, four, five hits. There was no errors in that inning. The Golden Knights left a couple on the bases. And where we stand right now is 16-3, to three, and all of a sudden, Hubleton down to their last three outs. And I believe it's six, seven, and eight, Doyle, Biller, and Wiegand. Do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. What's your name? Cameron. And what's your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? I like to play basketball. How old is Emberlin? 12. What is, like, your favorite thing to do here at the Boys and Girls Club? Um, hang out with my friends and compete in, like, the tournaments and stuff. What does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? A pretty confident place and a lot of, like, nice people here. JJ, what's your dream someday? Uh, to be a basketball player. And what does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? Fun. Chase, what do you like about coming here? I like to go play in the gym because I get to like run around and let out a lot of energy after school. I'm Madison. So what does Madison want to do when she grows up? I want to be a teacher. Do you think the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club can help you become a teacher? Oh yeah, definitely. And how is that? Here I learn to connect with kids, be nice, and like help guide kids. This is what the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club is all about. The kids and impacting their lives in a positive manner. Please continue to support the Augensburg Boys and Girls Club to give the kids the opportunity for that success. You're listening to live coverage of high school sports on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN 1400 AM. Now back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. It is 
bottom half of the fifth here. It is the Lisbon Golden Knights 16, the Hewelton Bulldogs 3. It's been one heck of a crazy roller coaster ride up and down kind of game. one nothing after the top of the first. Hewelton could add a chance to get a run. They had runners on second and third with one down. They couldn't cash in. Then the next inning, Lisbon goes on to score five runs, takes a 6 nothing lead in this game. Into the bottom of the third, Hewelton with a great chance. Uh, again, runners on second and third with one out. Then the bases loaded with one out, couldn't cash in. Uh, Hewelton uh, surrendered a run to Lisbon in the fourth, so it was Lisbon seven. Uh, but then all of a sudden, Hewelton comes up in the bottom of the fourth. They get three runs. They made it a game, seven to three. I think it's going to go the distance. Now the next thing you know, Lisbon comes up. They score nine runs so far here in the top half of the fifth, have a big lead, 16 to three, up on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now the Hewelton Bulldogs come up to bat here with three outs left. Unless they score a whole bunch of runs here in this inning. And then you and I soon out of this one and on to our next one tomorrow. As we're in it four days in a row this week. Up to bat here for your Hewelton Bulldogs. Number 22 for the Bulldogs. Mr. Reed Doyle came in and pitched for a little bit. A losing pitcher this afternoon. Unfortunately for the Hewelton Bulldogs, Lucas Thornhill. The winning pitcher is, for all intents persons, going to be Isaac LaRock. And now here comes the pitch to Doyle. And that's a ball. As mentioned, the Bulldogs down to their last three outs in this contest unless they score uh, I think they have to score four runs to keep this contest going. And now that's a strike. Biller on deck, and then Wiegant in the hole, I think here, is the way it goes for the Bulldogs. Here comes the pitch. Our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play of the game came way back, a defensive play by the Bulldogs. I think it was in the second inning or so. A throw from left field to home to get a runner out. At that time, keeping the game really close, and now a ball off the head of Reed Doyle, and luckily he's okay. He'll be on his way to first base. And I think head coach Steele wants to make sure that his player is all right. This is, like I said, the longest potential five-inning game. We're about probably two hours and 15 minutes. But we know what our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union play of the game is going to be in. It's going to be that defensive play made by the Bulldogs way back, like I said, in the early innings. You and I will be back at it tomorrow. Boys baseball, Hewelton at Morristown, and then Thursday, girls softball, Malone at OFA, and then Friday, we'll be back to girls softball, EK at Lisbeth. And, well, like the Lisbon inning offensively was like the Energizer Bunny and kept going and going, this game just seems to keep going and going. And I think for safety protocol, Reed Doyle will be substituted, ran for. So the Bulldogs trailing by 13. Levi Biller, the freshman, will come up to bat. And now strike one to Biller. As mentioned, unless the Hilton Bulldogs score four runs here in this inning, this one will be over. Now ball hit right back to the pitcher. 
They'll throw to second for the force out. It's dropped, but then picked back up in time. And I mean just in time. So one down on the Hewelton Bulldogs here in the bottom of the fifth. Congratulations to our Busters player of the game today. Uh, could have been a lot of them from Lisbon, but uh, Lucas Gravelin, I think he did a great job uh, backing up Isaac in the catcher's position. Also, uh, on the afternoon, was three for three, doubled in the first, drove in a run, walked in the second, came around to score, doubled in the fourth, came around to score, and then uh, a two RBI single in the fifth. So three RBIs, three for three, a couple doubles, scored three times, caught a heck of a game. So congratulations to Lucas Gravelin our Busters player of the game here this afternoon. Well, and as always, we're not done quite yet, but we've worked our way early into our Blevins Brothers postgame show. Work your way in to maybe a boat or a camper. And now a hit out into right field. Right fielder on the way back and has the grab for the night. And the Bulldogs all of a sudden down to one last out here this afternoon, trailing 16-3. to and as always, like I say, you always want to thank Phil Licious back at the stations, pressing the buttons, making a magic habit. We said if anybody hit the banner today, whether it was Lisbon or Hubleton, we give a listener a free surprise. Unfortunately, nobody's hit the banner, and we're down to one last out here. And like I said, four games a week for the next four weeks. You and I are going to be spending a lot of time together. And now, here we go. I'm kind of in the play. I probably should walk out of the in-play area, right? As I'm just thinking want to get in the banner now. But got to be kind of careful here. And now the runner on the way to second. The Hewlton Bulldogs. Like I said, you know, the umpire made a call, called a timeout. So it was a good play in the end that he had to call that batter who popped out for Lisbon back to the at-bat. The inning would have ended in a 2 nothing game and maybe kept things close. Instead, Lisbon gets a second chance. The right call is made, uh, but they score like five runs in that second inning to take a 6 nothing lead, and you're like, you know, they might 10-run rule Hubleton uh, before five innings, you know, in this game or five in, after five innings. But then Hubleton stayed in it. They got three runs to make it a 7-3 game, and that's what I thought, and I said to you, you know what? I think uh, Hubleton's now put themselves in it for a 17 game, but then Lisbon scored, what, the nine runs in the top of the fifth to have the lead they do. Now ball hit back to the pitcher, a great grab, throw to first in time, and that will do it here this afternoon. Congratulations to the Knights, a tough game for the Bulldogs. Lisbon will move to 2-0, and Hubleton to 1-1. One and one. And again, congratulations to our Busters player of the game, Lucas Graveling, three for three, drove in three runs, had a couple doubles, scored three times. I want to again thank you for listening. I want to thank Phil back at the stations for pressing the buttons, making the magic happen. You have a great rest of your day. We will talk tomorrow, girls softball, or excuse me, boys baseball, Morristown and Hewelton on the North Country Sports Authority, or Hewelton and Morristown on the North Country Sports Authority. ESPN Radio, 1400 AM. 
A comfortable home is a happy home. That's why thousands of families choose Fujitsu ductless mini-split systems for quiet, energy-efficient heating and cooling for their homes. These sleek units require no ductwork and allow for flexible, room-by-room temperature control. Our 14 locations also stock high-efficiency Fujitsu gas furnaces. Have your contractor get your Fujitsu system at Governor Plumbing Supply, Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump and Supply in Ogdensburg. Community Health Center of the North Country. For over 45 years, our team has specialized in opening up access to care to all members of our communities here in the North Country. We accept most insurances, including Medicaid. Our team's only concern is providing you and your family the quality of care that you deserve. We are a full-service family practice, seeing patients of all ages. Remember, at Community Health Center of the North Country, it's all about you and your family. For more information, take a look at chcnorthcountry.org. Hey there. Did you know that the Claxton Hepburn Medical Center offers a low-dose lung cancer CT screening test for only $99? If you smoke now, have for a long time, or quit within the last 15 years, it's something we should do. The scan only takes a few minutes and is not painful. Listen, I'm a smoker. A little nervous to get it done, but I'm doing it. Maybe we don't have any symptoms right now, but if we catch things early, we have a better chance. For more information or schedule a screening today at Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, call 315-713-6778. It's 2023, and it's finally time to say Truck Yeah! Once again at Blevins. During Ram Truck Month, Blevins Ogdensburg is offering 20% off remaining 2022 Ram 1500 pickups. This is their biggest and best deal on Ram trucks in years. Save over $12,000 on select Rams. It's time to say Truck Yeah! At Blevins. During Ram Truck Month, visit them at Blevins Ogdensburg on Route 68. Call them at 393-7252 or hit up their website at BlevinsBros.com. Have you had a workplace injury? Are you unsure as to what to do next? Do not hesitate. Call the Carlisle Law Firm. We have over 60 years of experience ensuring that the rights of injured workers are protected. It costs you nothing to consult with the attorneys at the Carlisle Law Firm. Consultations are always free. Call the ones at 315-393-1111 or visit us online at carlislefirm.com. April is Youth Month at St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union. Parents and guardians, ask about our Junior Savers Share. It's a higher, special rate share with no term for anyone under the age of 16 with a parent or guardian. It's a great opportunity to start teaching our youth what a credit union can do for them and start building a solid financial future. From school to retirement, we are here for all your financial needs. St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. Federally insured by the NCUA. When it comes to family, friends, and going out to dinner, it's tough to beat Buster's in the Berg. With so many menu items to choose from, there is always something for everyone. There simply isn't a better salad bar offered in or around the area. Big, fresh, tons of items, and includes hot soup and rolls. To satisfy the sweet tooth, Rose's homemade desserts will take care of that. Fun atmosphere, great food. Visit Buster's in Ogdensburg the next time you go out to eat. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM.